Good morning, evening, and or afternoon, ladies and gents. Uh, this is Baka Talk here with uh, I'm Pyrolis, and I'm here with Sir Boom. Yo! Sir Weez Chan. Weez Des. And today, you copied that from me, you sly dog. <laughs> um, anyway, we're gonna, today we're going to be talking about Steins Gate. Heck yeah! Freaking love Steins Gate. So, basically, Steins Gate, what it's about, it's about this, uh, big spoiler warnings, by the way. Probably put that out there first and foremost, right? Yeah, I don't think we can talk about this without spoiling the whole freaking anime. Oh, we're gonna at least gush over almost everything. <laughs> I mean, the anime, <laughs> the first series is over eight years old, though, so... Yeah, if you haven't watched it, first and things first, you may or may not suck, in my opinion. But I just watched it recently, too, so I can't say much. We took you forever to get, like, to actually watch it, so... I can't yeah. watch... I haven't had much time, but hey, I watched it. So, and it's amazing, and I'm the host today. Right? So this is really weird. Like, usually, like, the professionals that have, like, watched it and looked at it a bunch have, like, interviewed the person, but you're actually interviewing us, which is interesting. Yeah, it's fresh in my mind, and I got some notes on my art book here, because I couldn't find my notepad. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull up my glasses and say that I, I've seen it twice. You didn't have your glasses on before? How could you hear you, deaf man? Uh, I, I'm not like you. I don't. I'm not deaf and blind. That's fair. So, anyway, um, Steins Gate. What it's about? It's about this man, Okabe Rintaro, or Hyun Kyoma, mad scientist Hyun Kyoma. <laughs> Basically, him and his uh small mad scientist group accidentally uncover how to make a time machine. The Future Gadget Laboratory. Future gadget. Yeah, Future Gadget Laboratory. <laughs> I forget what what gadget number was a. Uh, the time machine? The, the cell phone? Machine? Yeah, the cell phone D-mail. Wasn't that... I don't um, remember which Future Gadget is. That was Future Gadget number six, I think. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the whole point of like the um show is like the person, like the geek dude. Yeah, the hacker Daru. Dude, Daru. He Super like hacker. He like just doing random names for the um all the gadgets. Oh yeah, and he stuff. does so, random like, names for everything. I mean, like I think the fir- first gadget they made was actually Gadget 2. It was the, uh, the, I believe it was the... The gyrocopter. Yeah, the gyrocopter. It was yeah. Gadget 267A or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, no, the show is absolutely amazing. It basically, it takes place in obviously Japan. Well, duh. It's yeah, anime, duh. so... <laughs> but Specifically anyway. in the, um, what's that one region with all the anime stuff? Uh, Ak- Akido. Um, Akihabara? Uh, yeah, Akihabara. Akihabara. Yeah. yeah. So, Akihabara. Yep. So, I mean, in the show, it has anime stuff in it, but there's actually a part in it where it things change. It doesn't for a middle part of it, because uh, they sent a certain D-mail. Yeah, which is super interesting. It so. was very interesting, yes. Yeah. Um, do we want to jump right into the show, or do we have, like, anything to talk about, like, beforehand? Um, well, I got a few questions here, but if you want to jump into the show, we can do that. Yeah. So, Beautiful. number, uh, it's gadget number eight, the phone wave name subject to change. Oh, yes, name subject to change. Yep. <laughs> so did you want to go through the did you just want to dive in or i guess we can dive in i guess we don't have much to talk about this one we're excited to talk about steinsgate yeah. so. i'm gonna yeah. assume if you haven't watched steinsgate watch steinsgate first because we're not going to tell you like everything that goes on in the show we're no. just gonna go over like our favorite parts and stuff so if you haven't seen it already go watch it watch it right now then come back to this podcast heck yeah i mean you won't regret it so no it's amazing it's abs- unless you hate fun then, uh, you know, you shouldn't be here anyway. I mean, if you like kind of somewhat 
I mean, it do- the show does get kind of depressing a little bit. Yeah. But if you like a good mystery show and then you like a good thriller, I mean, the first couple episodes are a little slow, but not much. It's so. also a bit like ReZero if you've seen that and liked it. It's a bit like that, so. Yeah, exactly. But, um, First off, what are you guys' uh, favorite scene? Like, what's your favorite scene in the show? Like, favorite moment with the characters and such? Favorite moment? Like, just like just the scene in general? They're in mm. the entire anime. What's your favorite moment? Um, I don't know. Um, what is yours? You've seen the show twice, please. So. Ah, man. It's hard to, to think of certain moments. A few moments stick out to me. One, this is a random one. It wouldn't be most people's favorite, so it's kind of interesting. But when Okabe and um, Ferris uh, sit on the couch and talk, sit mm. on the bed and talk to each other, mm. I really like that scene. Um, oh, right. Isn't that like right when... So to kind of, I guess, jump right into the middle of the story, um, Okabe is, like, right in the middle of his time jump um, quest, basically. Yeah. yeah. And basically what happened is there was, like, five sequence of events. He let, um, maybe we should talk about, like, the actual show a little bit, the should plot we? itself, before okay. we get right into questions. We should probably do that, yeah. Because that way people know <clears throat> if they if haven't, they haven't seen the show. Well, I'm, I told, go watch the show. I don't want to go through the whole plot. <laughs> okay. Screw you. Okay. Go watch fine. the show. <laughs> All right. Well, I was trying to say, people. I mean, I I know I'm one of those people who's just like, I'll listen to this first and then watch the show. But yeah. okay. Well, if we go over some of our best moments and then they like the sound of it, then they can go watch the show. You might be able to piece a bit yeah. together. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. We can explain the context around what we're talking about, but okay. The part that I'm thinking of is. When uh, so he changed the future a bunch of times, sending females back, and then uh, he realizes that he has to go back to save his friend that keeps dying. Right. So he has to go redo all of the things that he's done, but he needs to find the messages from each person and then undo that message with a different message so that the future will stay the same. Right. The emails so are the future in, will change back to normal. They start out with a time machine. Um they start out by just sending um text messages back to the past. Yeah. yeah. So they send it to they can send it to different people's um phones through I think it's just Okabe's. No, they they can use they can anybody's use anyone's. phone. It's just the phone microwave that's beyond. Right. It has to be on and then linked to a certain phone. And, and then the CRTV has to be on. Yep. Yeah. Um but yeah, so they let a couple other people do that to try to try to change their lives and ends up happening in weird ways yeah so anyways at that point he has to change ferris so in akihabara it's like this big weeb culture thing where there's just like tons of manga and anime stuff everywhere made cafes go yeah ferris was one of the people that made that happen oh not one of them she was she was the person that made that happen with her dad who was super rich so she sent something back into the past so that uh to save her father but in turn, it also stopped Akihabara from becoming that kind of city. So he has to change it back, and he's talking to her, and I don't know. It was just a really good scene. It was really sad. Right, yeah. Well, she saves her dad from a plane crash. Yeah. Which, in turn, because her dad basically was, like, the head guy of Akihabara. Mm-hmm. And um, so, basically, when he died, she kind of took over a little bit, but made it the way she wanted with all the weeb stuff and like yeah. the maid cafes and stuff. Cause she always wanted to own a maid and cafe. And he was the one that was going to say no. Right. Because he was in the technology in the Silicon Valley. So basically the um, Akihaba turned from a, basically a weeb haven to a Silicon Valley in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, uh, yeah, I really like that moment. Uh, I like the moments. What uh, do you like about it? 
I just like his conversation with her. Like the feeling like, of I think it it's or? really interesting because I, you, I didn't really care about Ferris that much. And that one scene made me care uh, about Ferris. Oh, just everything that they talk so, about. So, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I also like another moment. Like, most of these aren't, like, huge moments. It's more just, like, him talking to people. Like, when they're talking to Kurasu um, yeah. at the park where he's, like, on the slide. Or she's on the slide. And then he's just, like, sitting on the, the swing set or whatever. Oh, <laughs> And they're yeah. just talking. I really like those moments where they just talk about stuff. Um, and probably the best moment in the whole show is when Mayuri slaps um, Okabe at that the was very a really end. Good moment. Yeah, I was just gonna say that has to be my favorite part of the show. Yeah, just because basically it's at, right at the end of the show, and like they just got to the point where they can fix everything. Mm-hmm. They fixed, um, spoiler alert, Mayuri from constantly dying. Yeah, but then they also fixed where. Um, but they had to kind of sacrifice Kirisu. Yeah. Because they had to jump to a timeline where Mayuri stayed alive, but Kirisu ended up dying. Yeah. And through the show, there's a couple things. Like, they try um, going back and fixing all that with the D-mails and stuff. And they think it works, but en- ends up with Mayuri keep on dying. And then one of um, part-time warrior shows up with mm-hmm. her time machine again in a different thing and ends up, like, making it try to give him the hope of saving Kirisu. And he's yeah. got no hope at all. Right, because she, he ends up, it ends up where she ends up keep on dying type of thing. Yeah. yeah. And then we Mayuri can... just like totally like sets him straight by slapping yeah. him. Yeah, we can go over the ending in detail later. Because yeah. the <laughs> ending, it's the entire ending is, is amazing. Is one of my favorite parts. Yeah, I definitely say like all of, at least my favorite scenes actually have like that. It's not so much the talking, like the talking's great, but it's also just the emotion, like through the characters and stuff, like yeah, how they act and what they do. Just like they don't act themselves when they're actually like heart to heart talking. Yeah, it's kind of cool. What's your favorite? My Weez, favorite, or not Weez, but Pyrolus. <laughs> wow, I'm already doing that. Let's see. My favorite moment. I got two of them. One of them is the second time he gets arrested, <laughs> and he's just like, "I'm gonna take over this place." In the costume, oh, like, in the right OVA. That's the OVA. I count as last episode. Yeah, that is so hilarious. And the, it it just, the camera just zooms out and there's a cop car sitting there. <laughs> just right there. And they just get out of the car. Oh, that's great. Oh, it's just awesome where he just, like, he just gets through all the trouble of the... Because he was um, just arrested from the security yeah, guard. The the airport security. Yeah. And then he's just like, <laughs> I hate America and I'm going to take it over. And then the cops are just there. They like flip on their lights, step out of the car, and he just like looks at them. <laughs> oh, that's so great. And then other than that, um, when he's ta- when he's watching and recording himself in the future, and he's like saying the exact same thing. Oh, oh yeah. That yeah that's like, such a good moment. And yeah, my last so one is actually where... When he's going back and like when he's being transported back in time because they just deleted the files that CERN had. Oh yeah, yep. And uh, Kurosu comes in and she's like, "I like you." And he's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Like it, they're all about the reset, yeah. and he's just like, "No, why?" Personally, why? I kind of thought they should have just ended it there. Really, that, that would have been a great ending. Yeah. Okay, so did you like the ending? I liked it, but I still think that that would have been better in my opinion. That side of an ending, yeah, where they just reset everything, yeah. Because hmm. I mean, it's kind—it's of, a bit more logical. And when Suzu comes back, I was iffy on it because it kind of went against everything that we've learned before, in a way, you know. Well, see, okay, you have to watch Steins Gate Zero to, <laughs> to understand. <laughs> yeah. 
But the timeline that they're in, CERN and everything, time machines are still made yeah. in the original timeline. Yeah, right. Like Which before World War Three and such. Yeah, and World War Three and all that. And they so. were they wanted to get to a timeline where um World War Three wasn't Three wasn't gonna where happen. time right. machines weren't invented at all. Yeah. Which they do eventually get there. Yes, yeah. they do get there. Yeah. Which it, it is a happy ending and stuff. Uh, I know there's a lot of talk between like, was the ending good enough? Like, was it good compared to the visual novels? Which I haven't played the visual novels. I don't know mm. if you have. So. I haven't. But I heard that the visual novels endings just differ because there's so many yeah, choices you can make. Endings. Yeah. Well, that's kind of a common thing with visual novels. They have like yeah. six to eight, sometimes thirty different endings. So, I, I look forward to playing Steins Gate because it sounds fun. Oh yeah, I want to play it. <laughs> I think it'd probably be my first visual novel I ever play, but hmm. I just really like the anime. The anime is great. Yeah. So are we going to go over the ending right now? Or what are we going over next? Would you like to go over that ending currently? Or? I, don't I don't know. know. You're it's the host, you. bud. You're the host. Well, I mean, I, I believe in democracy here. Well, this is your hosting <laughs> This is not debate, a democracy. Debut, so. Okay, well, I suppose we'll go over the ending. Okay. Okay. So what part of the ending do you guys want to go over? So I the think... The whole ending, <laughs> but there's only one ending. <laughs> I know, I was so... trying to... <laughs> <laughs> the main ending the thing i just wanted to talk about real quick is the um the thing that's usually in time travel uh shows and stuff is in the end nothing really mattered yeah. because they ended up just going back to a good point and staying there you know that's a common yeah. thing with time mach- time machine like stories is it's always just like and none of this matter because none of it actually happened well yeah and it's kind of weird with most time i'm like a big time travel fan Right? Yeah. I like watching like Doctor Who and stuff like that and all the big time machine. Like if there's a time episode, time a time travel episode in a show, I love it. It's usually one of my favorite episodes. So getting an anime that's all about time travel was awesome. Mm-hmm. And how they did it different is like most time travel, the moral of the story is don't mess with time. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're always going to screw it up way beyond what you can handle. And it's funny because you they keep on going down this road, and I'll let you take over, but they keep on going down this route, and then something changes yeah. at the end of the show, and it's really cool, so I'll let you take over. So, yeah, the main, the, the coolest thing about the show is, like most of them, that it's just like, we went back to the good, to the original timeline, or maybe just like one other thing, and then we fixed everything, and everything was okay. But in this show, ac- everything that happens to Okabe actually happens, because he when he goes back in time, and saves Kurosu and everyone by making her fake her death, the original Okabe sees her dead. Yeah. But yeah. she's not actually dead. And then goes through that two weeks of complete horror. It was more than two weeks. Yeah, it was absolute of, hell. I mean, it was it was technically two weeks in the time oh, yeah. of the Well, yeah. technically three weeks, but yeah. Yeah, three weeks. But in the, of what he went through was just like years and years of oh, torture. Yeah, yeah. So he actually goes through all that and then goes back to this point so i thought that was really cool instead of just like oh we went back to a point where that never happened so you right. never actually yeah. went through it in a way when it's kind of weird like the big ending point is they had to make sure that he went through like he, he had to yeah go through he had to go through all or of else that. they couldn't get the ending that they wanted yeah so they because were actually telling works. them like usually it's like stop your previous self before you can mess up yeah. the time it's more like in this show it's more like no make sure you're your previous self is going to follow the same path that yep. you followed or else we're not going to get the ending that we yeah. want. Yeah, and you're going to screw up everything. That's actually kind of something I've had, I've don't like when most shows do is yeah. that they just ignore that part. Like, if this character didn't do this, 
and this wouldn't happen. Right. Unless yeah. you go Marvel's around just saying, oh, everything's a different universe. Yeah. Matter. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I mean, they kind of went this route with like the different like divergent lines. Well, they and did stuff. the divergent lines, which is a bit different. Right. And then you can even kind of like go into a show like ReZero a little yeah. bit where it's like he dies constantly. So is he just like, is he resetting? Is he going into a different time period and stuff? They and played like, with that in the recent episodes. Yeah, they Spoiler did. alert I, for those. because I don't really want show. to talk about it because I do want to talk about ReZero yeah. itself. But just like there's shows like that. It's like, is he like going back in time? Is he jumping diff- different paths? But then like in Doctor Who itself, I don't know. For anybody that's seen Doctor Who, you know that the big character development for the Doctor himself is he's the master of time. So he, like, plays with time however he wants, but he has to live with it constantly. Like, he remembers every past, future, and what could be. He knows it all, and he has to live with it. So, like, if something messes up, he has to live with it. Which is kind of like how um, Steinsgate does it a little bit. Yeah, because Okabe goes through all that. No one else, like... They do mention that they kind of remember oh, like, yeah. things from the other world lines. Like Ferris like everyone, it. Yeah, like everyone did pretty much. But he's the only one that really, really yeah, he re- knows He'd everything. have to like tell to so, him about yeah. it and remember. There, yeah. Theirs is more like I kind of had a weird dream where something terrible happened. Yeah. And his is I lived through that entire... Because of reading Stein. Reading well, Stein. It's kind of like in the sense of like Say I went to a concert, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was in the stands and I witnessed the concert. Like, I was there. I got to, like, shake the, like, b- guitarist hand and stuff mm-hmm. like that, the singer's hand. But then you guys watched on YouTube. So We'd all have the same memories, right? Yeah. But mine would be fresh. Yeah. Yours, yeah. yours would be through a third party. That's kind of how their memory, at least that's how I think of yeah. it. Yeah. Their memories were kind of like, they watched it through, like, a TV almost. Yeah. When Okabe had to endure that yeah, every single through. time. I don't know. I I find that really cool. Yeah, so so the ending's amazing because of the consequences that he actually had to do all that stuff. It's also a good lesson of you can't change the past. You just have to go forward and move through it, which is interesting because that's a common time machine thing where it's just like, oh, we changed the past. Unless you break the divergence line, in which case you can change the past. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he he changed the future, though. He didn't change the past. Yeah, I mean, it all still happened. Well, yeah. Like, everything happened there, but the difference is they end up in a different spot where they wanted to be. And I mean, even still, that spot isn't necessarily the best spot they wanted to be. No, not per se. Not beforehand. Now it's in a better spot, but... I mean, kind of. Yeah, the current world line that they're on is, is like, the best world line. Yeah. Because the other way, because especially knowing from Steins Gate Zero, like, how that world line was, it was worse than the other world lines. Right. It Like, their main world line was absolutely terrible. So oh, yeah. It's cool that they did. So, like, everything that happens in the future with uh, Part-Time Warrior coming back, all that had to happen along with okabe going through all those world lines to come back to this one point where he would go and uh big spoiler warnings he kills kurisu yeah yeah and then he he's freaking out from that he comes back and he's all like super depressed now that that happened uh spoiler warning for steins gate zero steins gate zero takes place there where instead of him getting slapped by maori and going and seeing the video of him talking to himself yeah he stays in that world line for a really long time tries to become a normal person yep. ends up becoming that scientist that he talks to himself oh okay so that scientist 
tells the modern day Okabe, you're an idiot, do the thing that uh, she does. Right. And then uh, Myri slaps him and he goes, okay, I'm going to do it. Goes back into the time machine, fakes uh, Kurosu's death so that the original uh, Hoin Kyoma mm-hmm. sees her dead, but she's not actually dead because <laughs> they brought her back. And then that changes the world line and shifts the entire like they give the analogy with like the two ropes where yep. it's like you're on this strand that they're all different but they all end up at the same point yeah, and the right. same point is Mayuri dying or Kurosu dying. Right. So he needs to get on a completely different rope that goes to a different Right. Uh, and it's kind of weird cuz at first they kind of make that analogy out to be the ropes all tangled together. Yeah. So to split this you kind of have to untangle your strand. Mm-hmm. They kind of make that analogy and that's kind of where they make it sound like they're trying to break that line of rope off from the rope yeah but then they realize you can't just do that you actually have to jump ship Ship, and go out good which is really weird of time travel because a lot of times they're so focused on just changing it instead of just like okay this is too screwed up we have to just start over basically yeah which is what they do they go back to the beginning and they're like okay this has to happen for us to get here which it absolutely sucks for okabe but they have to do that yeah Mm -hmm. i mean Actually, I feel like I just said that, but I think I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, I think that's the ending. It's pretty much all I wanted to say. The ending. Yeah. I like the ending. You mentioned the M stabbing uh, Kurosu, though. Yeah. Like, this anime is one of the few that um actually strikes me pretty deep. Because when he stabbed yeah. Kurosu, I just, like, went complete silence and my mouth just dropped. Yeah. Oh, that, that was first an amazing time? moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because then it's like, that... Like, he went through so much, but then it, that breaks him. That that absolutely breaks him. And it almost broke me, because my mouth was just like, huh? Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, the first time my Yuri died in the show, mm-hmm. that about drove me nuts. Oh, my goodness. The second time she dies, when she's at the um, train, station. train station. That honestly kind of made me laugh. That one. What? I, I knew it was coming, so I couldn't help I mean, but laugh when I, it happened. It was, oh, it was almost, it was kind of funny in a super t- it, sick, That's what I mean. Like, it was, it was, but it was also just like, you you feel so terrible for the little girl. It was girl awful. Because like, if they stay in that timeline, this little girl runs into to her like best friend yeah. and pushes her into a train and yep. kills her accidentally and it was so weird because like in my head i saw every bit of that scene before it happened happen in my head yeah Yeah. like down to the animation and the sound like i saw it in my head and then watching it play through it's like you couldn't do anything you're Mm -hmm. the helpless watcher but you're just like i don't want to watch this because if i watch it then it's true yeah as soon as they entered the train station i was like oh no i know and i saw it coming too because i'm just like there's no way this is going to be a happy ending Mm -hmm. where like they escape death or anything like that and then the episode after that's insane because you see her die twice and at first you're just kind of like what's going on and then it's like I've been trying to save her thousands and thousands oh, of times. Yeah. I kept jumping back like crazy, and I couldn't do it no matter what I tried. And you're like, oh, <laughs> this isn't just normal time travel chaos where it's like, I do this so this person doesn't get shot. Mm-hmm. It's like you're stuck with this one thing that's going to happen, and there's nothing you can do like to The world just it. kills her. Yeah, well, the world kills her. It's yeah. her destiny to die at that point in time. So Isn't there dies. even like a part where she just like, her heart almost just stops. It, if I remember right, 
I don't or know. is it always no. like she, gets, she always, always gets killed? Like an accident okay. happens. Yeah, or someone like she either her. gets run over by a car, she gets right. stabbed, she gets shot, she gets. Oh right, yeah. Whatever. There's just that one where like she's just like they're trying to cross the street and she gets hit by a car. Yeah, she just hits by a gibbet. Like a nor- like like everything's fine, but she just gets hit by a car for no apparent reason. The one that yeah. I think personally is the worst is when she saves Okabe because he's like, if I have to die, then that's what I'll do. And then oh yeah, he's like he yeah. stands in that. That's yeah. the one where he stands in front of the car. I think that I think was that's what actually Shining Fingers car. I'm not sure. I'm but not sure. He stood in front of the car and then she jumped in front of it to save him and pushed him out of the way. Yeah, so like she's destined to die no matter what. I think and that... he's kind of destined not to die at yeah. that point because no matter what, he's always alive and gets to right. like, change. Well, and it's weird because like you have halfway expect him to die in certain scenarios right Mm -hmm. like there's no way like one of the big things the first time she dies um basically cern is sending this like militia group out to get their time machine because cern wants the first time machine actually works yeah and so like they send out a bunch of these people and like all the major lab members are there right kurisu Mm -hmm. daru okabe and stuff but then mayuri's also there mayuri's basically their mascot so they just shoot her for no apparent reason I did yeah. not like that scene. <laughs> yeah, that first scene. Oh, I didn't like yeah, that scene Yeah, that was either. the first time she died where it was like, um, we need all of you people, but we don't need her. She's, yeah. She doesn't, because she doesn't actually do anything for no. the time machine. Right. All of them, all the other ones do, so they shoot her, and then, yeah. Well, it's even, like, sad, because, like, Shining Fingers even, like, I, we don't need the little one. Yeah. And, like, just shoots her. Oh, man. And, and my, then, it just, like, the the imagery in this show is, like, really is good. really good. As soon as I saw Moeka. I did not like her. I knew there was something up with her. Oh, Moika? Yeah. 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 Then you get to see her backstory. Because you see she, hesi- you see she hesitates yeah. when she points the gun at yeah. Mari. Like, it's not like she... At first you think, is she just like an assassin that just, you know, has she killed a ton of people? Right. But she hasn't. She's just kind of brainwashed into this, like, cult, basically. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and so that's the thing she has to do, so she does it. Yeah. I did not expect expect Mr. Braun. <laughs> i know that was so unexpected yeah. what did you think of a lot of the twists and stuff like did you like think of them obviously wow i'm kind of stuttery today did you see you saw the train scene coming yeah now did you see a lot of the other twists coming like mr braun i did not like, see mr shining braun. fingers shiny like, finger and stuff i figured she was some sort of press something that happened but i did not know her exact backstory right. and then what about like part-time warrior did you see that coming oh yeah yeah i, I even knew who her dad was they started comparing things and usually in shows the hair color and stuff is really uh important i know right yeah so i started comparing to i was like my question is how did the barrel get so slim <laughs> <laughs> i know it's so weird well and then like me and wheeze were watching it like mm-hmm. wheeze and me watched it at the same time you watch it your second time i watched it for my first yep. time and then, like, when I was just making assumptions and stuff like that, he would just start laughing, kind of <laughs> like Okabe would. And it's just like, I knew I was on the right track, but he would not give me any information whatsoever. So I'm just like, she's going to die at the train scene. And he just starts laughing maniacally like this madman. And I'm just like, why? I know. No, don't do that. that. It was so funny. Cause and then that's I, the worst death in the I know. Series. And then it I is. hear the child running up. And I, it just all flashes before my eyes. And then I have this madman next to me just laughing. And I'm just about bawling my eyes so out. It's just like, I'm like, I don't want it to happen. Please it's like stop. Two seconds before everything happens, like, oh, she's going to die again, isn't she? Oh, the little girl's going to kill her, isn't she? And I'm like, 
you're laughing. It's like you're not even silent. You're just laughing. He was laughing because he knew what, in reality what happened was the train grew arms and grabbed her if they were underneath <laughs> the, the tracks. I mean, that would have been less sad. I mean, the little girl just like, my Yuri, and like runs oh, up to give her a hug. Oh, that animation after she kills her. The look on and, her like, face. The top kind of like angle from the ceiling. Oh, That like yeah. went down with like her huge eyes yeah. and just the terror on her face. That scene that was amazing. so horrifying. Yeah. If you think about it, that's actually a reference to Evangelion. Oh, and that's a reference to JoJo. Oh, anyway, gosh, it- dang it. <laughs> Not even three episodes and another reference. <laughs> oh, everything's a JoJo reference. Steinsgate's a JoJo. Time? Time is a JoJo reference. Anyways. <laughs> you, you're making of. this podcast a JoJo reference by it doing this. This podcast you know is that. a JoJo reference. It is now. I mean, it kind of is because like me, me and your arguments about JoJo's <laughs> started this podcast kind of. Because yeah. I'm just like, we can monetize this. Remember that uh, Nazi guy from JoJo when he said, Yeah, kimono get back talk. Our podcast is JoJo reference. Oh, no. Anyways, back to the show. What's next <laughs> on, your, uh, on your list? Next on my agenda, if you were in Okabe's shoes, what would you have done? Oh, wow. That's actually a good question. I was not <laughs> expecting you to. I was not expecting you to get wow. good questions. Wow. That's you incredible. Are, you're just, I love your confidence in me, guys. What confidence? What? Yeah, exactly. did I ever have confidence in I you? did not sleep for like three days because I knew you were hosting this show. <laughs> I figured I was hosting this show. I got I to gotta do something important. So I. Uh, All right. Can yeah. you say the question again? What would you have done in Okabe's shoes? What would I have done? Um, I don't know. It's kind of hard to think about that way i mean i don't know if i would have changed anything no like if all of the circumstance came up right mm-hmm. i don't think i would have changed anything no no like Real, you just honestly gone think, from what okabe did you just followed that pretty much i think i probably would have like my personality itself i probably would have done the same thing hmm. like try to fix everything mm-hmm. like just go through that torture like i feel like that is like a major part of the show and like if the circumstances happened differently, it might have not have been as bad, but I think it just kind of had to happen. Okay. And you? I I think I would have given up. <laughs> would have given think up after Myri dies like three or four times. <laughs> I probably would have given up. I probably would have just stayed in that world line and just figured she was gonna die and I couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I really like Myri, but. Like, in knowing the show, I would do everything that it mm. does. But if I didn't know the show and I was just kind of stuck in that loop, I probably would have given up. Yeah. Well, I mean, you also have to think about it. Like, are we talking in the sense that we have the same relationship with the characters? Yes, yeah, so you're exactly in Okabe's shoes. Oh, the only thing that's different is your mind. I would not have given up. Nope. No? Nope, not at all. Yeah, I probably would have. What about you? <laughs> yeah. I am a very stubborn person. I would have trailed my own path. I would have been like, yeah, no, we're sending a lot of D-mail. I know what I can do here. You, you so just go back. So what are you saying? Like you would just totally f up the timeline? I'm not sure if I'd f it up because I don't know what happened, but I'd I'd probably be like, I'd figure out what message to send. Like yeah. I'd basically do experiments. I'd figure out what message to send to get the IBM machine to me, and then every time it failures, go back, erase it, redo it. Go back, erase it, redo it. <laughs> you so probably just you're a very methodical person. Yeah. You're kind of like me normally. Like, I'm a very, like, methodical and very, like, um, logical person. Mm-hmm. But then when I get, like, my emotions start taking over, they really take over. 
Mm. Like, I start, like, just going on this emotional march of death if I have to. Like, when he first started erasing the D-mail, what I would have done was I would have erased the D-mail. If that didn't work, I'd go back, redo the D-mail, go back, undo another D-mail. Then I'd do it like that. And if that didn't work, I'd see if the D-mails even mattered by uh, sending out other D-mails, see if uh, I can get it to go my way without having to change anything else. And you know what's funny? From there. That's exactly how you code. Yeah. <laughs> you would literally just run through the show like you're trying to code a story. Yeah. That's that's kind of actually kind of funny because it's like it kind of leads to the thing. Actually leads to something really interesting. Okabe is not a scientist. No, he is not. He's like. Yeah. He like, has. He's smart, right? He's over. He's just barely over average. Yeah. He's what? smart enough to understand what people like are saying. He's interested in science. Yeah. He's not an actual scientist. Like, he's right. a mad scientist. Like he can he can basically hold a conversation with Kirisu just like we can hold a conversation about anime. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's interested enough, he knows his stuff, but like he couldn't he could not make the time sheet no. on his own. No. He, Which is super interesting because it's like he uses it like he's the one that basically takes it over but like kirisu making the time machine like he has to make sure she makes it in every timeline yeah Yeah. like him and daru basically were just screwing around because he wanted to his main goal was to keep mayuri happy right so he played the mad scientist role and just screwing Mm -hmm. around and then one day uh our banana's turning into goo why is our banana turning into goo (laughs) (laughs) that yeah yeah. Um, do we do we want to go into that? That's my favorite part of the entire. Is like your favorite the, part the premise? The that premise is my favorite part of the entire. The premise show. of him not being of that him, smart. The premise of him being pretending to be a mad scientist yeah. to make Mayuri not fall into depression, basically. Yeah. yeah. Just to cheer her up. So after, so the thing that I I like about that is he becomes a mad scientist, fake. You know, he's a yeah. fake. Everyone in the show is pretty fake. Yeah. Like when they're just hanging out. Well, except all, for Daru. They're all just like acting, you know. They're oh, just yeah. they're just putting on whatever thing for yeah. the other people. And so Okabe is like that, but then because of all the stuff he goes through, he actually becomes insane. Yeah. Like he he laughs like a madman, and then at the end of the show when he laughs, his laugh is like painful because Oh yeah, actually, that is a super it cool is amazing. Scene. He actually feels the pain of and he's actually going crazy yeah. seeing all this stuff happen when before he was faking it. I love that so much about the show. Also, he thinks there's like, he pretends that there's this organization after him. And then there really is an organization after him. And it's not him figuring it out. It's just him making up this thing. Right. And then the it actually happens. I love that about the show. It's Doesn't it's like he one call the organization um, Steins Gate? No, he no. just calls it the organization. It's just the organization. Well, they... um. They re- they reference Steins Gate. Yeah, Steins Gate. Steins Gate is what um sets him on the mission, basically. Right. Yeah. yeah Steins Gate's basically his version of like this god or like right. Thing yep. Reading that's, Stein. Yep, yeah, that's, his power. that's like yep. his. Yeah, that's like his destiny and or something. All, is his like Stein. he makes this all up. Yeah. Right? yeah. He makes everything up, and, and it's then all it's true. All true. And then he has so to live amazing. with all the consequences of this being true. Yeah. It's like the saying, um, don't wish for something you don't want to happen. Right, yeah. yeah. It's like those old fairy tales where a ghost can become real. Yeah. Just because so many people believe in it. Which might be true to a certain extent. I mean, it could be true. I mean, there's no real proof that mm-hmm. it doesn't happen. There yeah, is like, a different subject, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Well, but, there's... yeah, I love that about the show. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I really like that part. I think the transition 
from it's really cool how the show works from the beginning to the end because like mm-hmm. the beginning you're really confused about everything that's happening because like you see kirisu dead right yeah yeah like he talks to her and then he finds her dead in the closet freaks out and then like all this weird stuff happening like the satellite looking thing ends mm-hmm. up like crashing into the building and all that unless a girl not one not twice not three Maybe like five, six times. <laughs> but then like a couple of days later, like Kirisu ends up just like finding him, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's and the like, end of the first episode where he walks into the building and then yeah. he sees her standing there and just freaks out. Yeah. And it's so weird. And it's just like, then he gets in trouble for like almost like sexually assaulting her. Not all almost. He, he does sexually yeah, assault he her. He does that many times. Many <laughs> times and many women. And we're not going to talk about his problems there, but yeah. Possibly men. (laughs) Possibly men. But then, just from that to, like, seeing how it literally goes full circle into the end of the show, where, like, all that stuff that happens, he has to painstakingly go through the process to make sure it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess this is the third time I've said it, but that is, like, my absolute favorite thing, how much detail they put into it. So you're so confused at the beginning of the show. And then you, like, you kind of think he's kind of serious with the mad scientist act and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, like, he's just totally joking. Yeah, the reveal of him and Myri's relationship is really interesting. I really like that reveal. It's oh, really yeah, good. that's really cool. It is a good reveal. So we'll what's stretching the, for the stars. Yeah. What's your next uh, thing on the agenda? What did you feel about the confession? The confession scene. Oh, you like... The, the main confession when Okabe um, confessed to... Ryuku? Um, Ryu? No, no, no. When, Kurosu? When, yeah, Kurosu. Oh, Kurosu. When he one? confesses to Kurosu. Oh, yeah. Kurosu confesses back. That scene's amazing. Are you talking about, like, right before he resets the world lines? Both. Both times. Oh, no. Like, when he, when Okabe confesses to her first and, like, had the kiss, and then, like, then she gets yeeted out of existence. Yeah. That scene's amazing. <laughs> It is so weird to think about because it's like you have so much going on in your head mm-hmm. and it seems like the show just stops there for a second. Oh, yeah. And it kind of turns back into a normal anime where they're like going through the love story mm-hmm. and then you realize like... But it's so sad. What happens right after that? Because like yeah. they finally get into this relationship and then they realize that it can't work. And she goes to leave and he's like, you don't have to. I can find another way. She just tricks up and is gone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Then she comes back. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. That's kind of what. So... That's kind of what made it worse. The fact that she left. Then she came back. I know. It's just like they make it just bearable enough because like they have her leave to America. Yeah. And then like they kind of like make it out to be where like he gets enough strength to reset the timeline just because she's not there. It was awful. I know. The moment so she bad. showed up, he no longer wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was. It was so. But it bad. was too late. It was too late. It was like. He thought she was gone in America. He's like, I said my goodbyes. Uh, Daru. He, he's actually the one that presses enter. And he like goes through the whole uh, the monologue that he does. Yeah. And then he almost crying presses it. And as his memories, as it's being reset, yeah. she pops in. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. no! Yeah. Oh, man, that was amazing. It and was then, It was even like sadder. Like, seeing a lot of the character every individual character in the show has its full story arc which is really cool and that's one thing i really like about most animes is they're really good at that but this one just kind of plays it through through the different timelines and stuff like that because like at the very beginning they're all very like 2d like hollow characters Mm -hmm. and you realize they're friends and they're joking around and stuff and then the more you go through it the more in depth and the more emotion they, they start to like portray even though 
Okabe is the only one that's going through this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're constantly resetting, but Okabe is the only one that is, like, remembering every single little thing. Mm-hmm. Like, some of the characters have, like, those phantom memories and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, besides for that, they get reset every time. But, yeah, they still make it, like, each character is having its own character development, even though you're going back to the same two days over and over and over again. Yeah. Ultimately, they are the same characters throughout all the world lines. It's just certain small events that they change you know right over and over again so but it's super cool because like sometimes okabe goes like almost a couple days Mm yeah past and then resets yeah which is kind of cool. do we want to go over the characters i was about to ask uh what's your guys favorite character arc character character like what, what character is your favorite in terms of their full circle before that it gets reset or whatever oh do you want to start um, you have the freshest memory, so sure. My favorite is a uh, Suzu, part-time soldier. Yeah. Main reason for that is because uh, she, if you think about it, she goes back with the intent of saving millions of lives. Yeah, she knows she's not gonna go back. Yeah, and when she does go back, when she goes back into like nineteen seventy, mm-hmm. because of the, uh, Okabe had her leave after the storm, and the thing got shocked. She the thing ends up crashing. And she goes out, doesn't remember a thing. Right. And then when she does yeah. remember it, she ends up just offing herself because she failed her mission. She failed her right. mission. She goes back in the time machine. Yeah. That actually, we find out, uh, crashed into the building. Yep. Which actually started out in the beginning of the episode and left some things going on. Yeah. Oh, that scene was so powerful. It was very powerful. Oh, yeah. When he got the message that just says, I failed, I failed, I failed, I failed, was, I failed, yeah. I failed. And then he asks Mr. Braun what happened. Yeah. She's like, oh. And then it's really funny, right? That's probably my favorite. Um arc character arc two mm-hmm. that one's just really powerful um but then after that when he switches one world line oh. and then he talks to him again it's like oh yeah suicide and he's like no she died of like natural causes yeah. in a bed what is wrong with you <laughs> it was great. great my favorite ending for suzu is i want to say her final ending though when she just disappears oh because her yeah. mission's complete and she's finally completed seven years yeah the main reason why that's my favorite because it's like she finally accomplished it yeah, Suzuha is, is one of my favorite characters easily. Right, and well, and then in the original anime with the OVA, mm-hmm. you find what appears to be her mother. Oh, yeah. Which is really cool. I know it's different. It like, is different Stein's in Zero. Zero. Like, yeah, it actually goes over who her real mother is. Okay. But I kind of believe, since the timelines are different, I think she kind of has two different mothers. I guess it's possible. I don't know. I kind of like to know. believe that are way. Are you talking because... about Yuri here? No, I... No. <laughs> No, I, I like. <laughs> I was about to say that doesn't make a child. <laughs> <sighs> no, I'm not talking about that, and I don't want to talk about that right okay. now. Oh, <laughs> well, there's some editing for you. Yuri and Ice is not a good show. It's fine. <laughs> so I'm gonna leave this in. By the way, I'm not editing this out. Oh, you're not gonna remove the Russians on Ice show? <laughs> you're no. I'm not gonna remove that. <laughs> Anyways, back to Weez. So yeah, um, she's amazing. I, I don't know. I kind of believe the two different timelines kind of separate that enough. I think I don't it's know. possible, but I don't know. I like Daru's uh, wife in the in Zero. So I don't. Know. I haven't seen Zero yet. I have too many other animes I need to watch yeah. to start out. I mean, it's good. It's not as good as the original. It kind of blew my mind. But yeah. since I've spoiled it for you guys, it it won't. But I don't understand yeah. why. Uh... Zero seems to be more popular than the original. 
That's because that it just came out two years ago. Oh, that but is true. the original is way highly, way more highly regarded. Yeah, I can't find any of the music for the original one, and it's frustrating me because whenever yeah. I search up any song, it's always zero. zero pops up. It's like no, because it's more recent. <laughs> oh yeah. So, um, anyways, yeah. Do we want to go over your second favorite characters? Because I know everyone's first favorite character is going to be Okabe. Okabe is definitely first character. Unless you're sick in the head. <laughs> no, yes, not, as you were saying, boom. As not, you were so saying, what are you going to say? I mean, I was going to think about it for a second, but I can have to agree. Okabe is my favorite character. Okabe is easily the best. Second character. favorite character. I think we all disagree on. Probably. So I'll go last because I think you guys are going to yell at me. Okay, so. who's your second favorite character? Uh, Pyro. Um, I'd have to say Ferris. Really? Yeah, because she like that's cool. Gave up so much. Yeah. And it was just amazing. Did she really though? Yeah, she did. She gave up her father, and that just like gave up the entire. But she gained an empire. Well, she, she already had an empire. She had an empire. She already anyway. had an empire, and she felt very hollow about it, right? But then, like, in a way, it's kind of like a, a pendulum, right? Like, she gave up her father. She gained an empire. She gets her father. She loses an empire. Think of it this way, right? If you had a kingdom. But you only gained the kingdom because someone very close to you died. Would you rather have the kingdom or do you want the loved one? I mean, in olden times, you gain the kingdom by your father dying. Well, that's yeah, different, though. But you see, in her case, she's super filthy rich either way. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. She has a super comfortable life. No, that's it's true. It's just that I in think... one way, her father dies and she doesn't get this I think in a way she wanted thing. both, but... She didn't like how her father died. She basically ended yeah. up killing her father. Like, yeah. spoiler for this part, but, like, she kind of goes the whole crybaby route and, like, forces her him to come home come early, home. Yeah. which ends up getting him into a plane crash. Yeah. yeah. Like, if she wasn't so of a bratty child about it, like, he would have stayed his whole trip and then would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean... That's why yeah. it was super hard for her. It was she very was hard a really for good character. Right. My favorite character is Mayuri. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. I don't know why. I just really like Mayuri. I like her. <laughs> I like when she. I like her relationship with Okabe. I like that it's not like a romantic relationship. Yeah. That yeah. Was, they were just friends for like a really long time. Yeah. Uh, she's also like she doesn't talk a lot, but when she talks, her lines are really powerful. Oh, usually. they are. Like. Um, when she reveals that she kind of had nightmares of like dying and stuff and that she kind of remembers the other world lines. Oh man, that hit me so hard. I think my favorite primary, she's got the purity of a child. Yeah. She's got that pure heart and pure mind. Yeah. Like when, when he's going back in time, she's like, I don't want to do this because then I'll forget that we've spent this time together. Yeah. Yeah. And so she has like a really simple uh, thought process, which is really good for Okabe because of how, you know, everywhere Mm -hmm. he's going. And he gets to the point where he'll he basically kills Mayuri over and over again trying yeah. to save her. And, you know, she well, he feels gets to that. The, he gets to the point where it's just like he starts wondering, like, is he doing it to save her or is he just numb to the, like he's basically yeah. just more playing around. Like, he realizes he, he starts that thinking about to himself, like, am I just playing around and trying to change fate mm-hmm. or am I actually caring about saving Mayuri? Yeah, he realizes completely numb to her dying. Though. Yeah, like, he realizes every time she dies, he dies, he's like, okay, I just have to go back and reset again. Like, he even even watched her to see when she died yeah, and how she, she died, died and, and how she died yeah. to change it and what time she died and all that stuff. So, yeah. 
Like he start he turned it into a science project mm-hmm. at the end. I mean, he does realize what he's doing. Yeah, he kind of goes back to like the mission of saving her. Yeah, and Kurosu helps him a lot with yeah. that. But yeah, that's why I like Mayuri so much. I don't know the show got me because that's like the character you're supposed to care about because then then she dies over and over and you're supposed to care about her. You fell into it. Yourself. So I fell into is, it. Is it bad that I would have probably continued the whole experiment? On, when does she die? How does she die? Is that bad? <laughs> Because that's, that's how I'd methodically go about fixing it. I don't it. know. I sum it up to basically you're a coder. So okay. like you just like following those I types mean, of lines. I mean, it makes sense for him in that situation. Because yeah. that's how he thinks about it. Because he just he's done it so many times. He can't right. lose track of reality at that point. So, yeah. I, I, I like Mayuri. The... Who's your um, second favorite Sir Boom? Mine is Kurosu. Okay, that's it. that's like the normie <laughs> choice. Everyone likes Kurosu. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? You're just saying that the anime makes you want to like Mayuri. It does, but the second... Isn't Mayuri the normie? No. The second most popular character is Kurosu. I know. And, and it's because of the red hair. And it's... No, it's because she's the second most developed character. Right. I know. Part of it is her look. I know. Right? It. it is a really cool look. <laughs> like, you don't see that a lot in anime. Yeah. She I looks actually, like a Dr. Pepper. I actually don't that like... That's what it is, her look. Really? I'm the I'm maybe the one person that doesn't I like, like Kurosu's look that much yeah mm-hmm. like i think she's fine but i don't think she's like super cool i like it how she pushes okabe yeah i'm more of like, like a personality no i really do like her personality like at first she kind of turns like she kind of portrays herself as like this snobby like know-it-all person yeah. but then you find out she has actually has a lot of insecurities that she struggles with mm-hmm. daily yeah and like she has the ability to do stuff but like she's so in- insecure about herself and it's kind of like that dynamic between Okabe pushing her to do it and then her pushing Okabe once yeah. she, like, gets enough confidence in herself to, like, like you were saying, like, she helps him realize what she's doing to Mayuri mm-hmm. in the middle of the show and stuff like that. That whole thing at the end, though, with her father. Yeah, that's oh, also yeah. a yeah. huge development. And that's what, why she's so insecure about different yeah. things right. because of her father. Which, I don't know. I guess it kind of relates because, like, I'm very insecure about stuff and, like, I can kind of relate to the character a little bit, but I don't I like her character development enough. I don't care if it's a normie thing to do she, She's a really, yeah, she's the second most developed character. Maybe even the most yeah. developed character next to Hoin Kyo. I, I think I mean, Hoin is the most. I think he is, too, yeah. I will but admit. But she is the second most developed I don't character. like, I don't think it's forced, but I don't like the fact that they just, like, oh, they're those that's a love story yeah like those two really? characters they're just like i don't really like it i don't know i like their love story i think i, I think it's i thought it was good but i just i don't know i kind of wish he didn't have any love story i don't well, know it, I think it does make sense because it does make sense he's she's the reason why he didn't completely lose it in all honesty right yeah so it makes sense why he'd become it attached makes it to her more powerful well that's another thing i like about her character in every timeline like, they always have those conversations, like, at night, like, at the park and stuff. Yeah. Where, like, she calms them down and, like, talks to them. Like, talks to them, like, professional, professional. Like, she doesn't talk down to them. She doesn't talk like he's a child or anything. He's like, okay, what's your problems? And let's go through it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like that. So yeah. It, it, yeah, it's very And it's also at the end where he has to either give up his child friend that he's known all growing up. Or yeah. the girl he likes. He has to choose between those two. Right. Which is like the worst choice ever. So. Honestly, I think the thing that probably brought Okabe full circle was when he gathered the courage to stab himself with his hand and just rip at his blood. 
Oh, at the very end where at it has the very to do end fake of, yeah. uh, the death. Oh, man, that was... That was that intense. was gut wrenching. Part of oh, almost man. literally, you yeah. almost think he's gonna die at the end. Oh yeah, like that. I was you, expecting. I it. thought he was gonna. You die. actually think he's gonna die, and then when he doesn't, it's so yeah. rewarding because like yes, <laughs> yes. And it's just like there's so many animes that would do that. Just yeah. Like, oh, yeah. he dies, but like everybody else lives. Yeah, I like the happy ending. Yeah, I think it's deserved after all the torture. Oh, oh, most definitely. definitely. That's like, besides for erased and maybe like Evangelion. That is like one of the most tortured characters in anime. Oh yeah, you've got about ReZero, bud. What did I say? Uh, erased in Evangelion. Oh, I didn't even mean erased. Wow, oh, you meant ReZero. Sorry. I meant ReZero. Re-Zero? Okay. Yeah, yeah, the erased. I mean, erased. He was doing some bad things, but he yeah. he's not like completely tortured. Like no, Subaru is. Where no. Subaru is literally losing his sanity. He right. lost his sanity multiple times. <laughs> I don't know. I really liked. This, all the character arcs in ReZero, or not ReZero, jeez, <laughs> Steins Gate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked all the character arcs. Do we want to talk about the white elephant in the room? What's the white elephant? There's a white elephant around here. <laughs> what about the third relationship that he has? <laughs> oh, <laughs> with Ruka? Yeah, Are you you're talking about the uh, most feminine person in the world, but... He's a guy okay, do we oh, want yeah. to talk about each character individually for a little bit? Heck yeah, that sounds like fun. Okay. Should we start out with the ever-expanding, like, the universe Daru? Daru. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Daru's most, lines okay. are amazing. Most underrated character of the whole show. He is very underrated. Yeah. He's, he's hilarious. Like, all of his jokes are just so messed up and terrible, <laughs> but so funny. Oh, yeah. Which leads me into a story. Okay. So... I was, <laughs> so we're just going to call her my girlfriend for simplicity. We, what I, if she listens to the show? She is going to listen to the show. Oh. so I, oh, We'll I'm, just state here that Weez is actually homosexual. We're just <laughs> stating that it's his girlfriend out of simplicity so as we stated before. Yeah, it's def- a friend that's a female. He, yeah. he, they're not dead. Yeah, he's girl, homosexual. Girlfriend. See? Get it? Yeah. Girlfriend. Yeah. Just like other girls call girls Exactly. Girlfriend. That's my girlfriend. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So just like that. So anyways. I'm taking, so I was taking her, and um, and uh, I was with Pyrolis. Yeah, because he bought us food. I kind of into, I kind of into buying us food. He does it all the time. It's fine. So we are at the park and we're eating and we're talking about an anime or something, and you're like, yeah, it's really weird. Or I said that I was probably mm. like, yeah, it's pretty weird. And she's like, yeah, I'm really into weird stuff. And then you just leaned over and said, can you say that again, but slower? <laughs> I made a Steins Gate reference. I about died. Oh my goodness. I thought I thought you were gonna say like you leaned over and said like you wanna hear about what No, you just quoted Daru. I quoted Daru. Oh, me and Pyrolas were dying laughing. It was she, amazing. Had no she had idea no idea what idea. was going on. And that on. made it better. And I was definitely not gonna explain it to her. Did she repeat it? Did she do it? Um was did she? What? Did, did she repeat it? I forget because no. of how hard we were laughing. No, she didn't? No. Oh, I think okay. she was just highly confused because of how she hard we were really laughing. She was really confused, yeah. That poor girl. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It was so funny. What are you guys so doing funny. to her? <laughs> Nothing. It was just... She was a normal person. That line just killed me. She was a normal person. Oh, my goodness. It was so funny. It was so terrible, and it was so funny. It was amazing. But, yeah, that Daru joke was amazing. I love Daru's jokes. <laughs> Daru was amazing. So... What happened is, she's Kirisu, you're Okabe, and you became Daru. Yes. 
I am barrel shaped. What does that make me in this no, room? No, no, I'd be Ruka in, in this case. He would be Ruka in this oh, case. Yeah. What does that make me in this case? Uh, I think I'd be more like Okabe. I'm Ferris. Yeah, you're Ferris. Just that person that like is like in the relationship like maybe once or twice. Yeah, but you show. have to say you have to say like twice. Yeah. <laughs> Hell no. I'll do it for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whenever he says a line, just one of us has to go. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. yeah. All right, so do we want to talk about Diaru? So yeah. um, Daru, so Daru. Okay, that leads straight into Ferris because Daru is obsessed with Ferris. Very much. So. Oh yeah, easily. But uh, Daru's, uh, Daru's a super hacker. Super hacker. Super hacker. So uh, his his super skill of being an insanely like good hacker actually builds a time machine. Yeah. He's an incredibly amazing person, and it's so funny because this is a an amazing thing that the show does is. It, sh- it like the jokes and everything he makes make you think he's such a scumbag that he's never gonna amount to anything but he's actually like one of the most successful like characters in the entire show because he builds a time machine he has this amazing daughter who comes back in time and meets him and that's so i think that's why it's kind of obvious that she's his daughter yeah but if you like knowing the character, you just—it's hard for a lot of people to think that he's gonna have this daughter, and so that the fact that of that and his character makes it a surprise when you're like, wait a second. My favorite scene with Daru is when they're when uh him Okabe and Kurusu are talking about the date with Ruka, how it's gonna happen, and he's just like, I don't even care about three D women. You you can't do whatever you want. I'm like, you can't with two D girls. And he's talking about all the games that he's playing yeah. just in the middle of the entire soup shop. Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's so great. Um, and then, yeah, his obsession with Ferris, which is funny because otherwise he's just obsessed with his games and stuff. Yeah. Uh, he sounds a wee- like a weeb. Yeah. He's a big he's, otaku. He's, he's literally just the eyes that us weebs would see through yeah. 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 this whole events. So yeah, he's got some legendary lines. He's amazing. Oh yeah. Do we want to go on to Ferris? Yeah. Yeah. So also I want to talk about the differences between the sub and the dub. Because Ferris in the sub is so much better. Because everything that she ends like when she finishes her sentences, which a lot of sentences in Japanese end in like des mm-hmm. or ne. Well, she always like turns it into the, like desu nya and like yeah. turns it into the cat thing. She only has a few lines like that in the dub because they don't really have the words to like finish off with that kind of sound. I know, like yeah, I think it's just puns. the English restraints. It's just the English restraints where she, there's not as many like cat puns yeah. that yeah. they could use. Whereas in the original Japanese, it's like all the time. It's right. like every sentence, and it's so awesome. To explain, I watched it in sub. Weez watched it in both sub and, and dub. dub. And, and then, Boom watched it half in sub, half in dub. It's so weird. We started during um, quarantine. Yeah. We were watching it together over Discord. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was watching it subbed with him over Discord. Okay. And then we, after quarantine, we got together and we started watching it together. Mm-hmm. And then we started watching it dubbed, dubbed. because yeah. um, I have dyslexia. Mm. So a lot of times if there's a really heavy... um like dialogue show mm-hmm. and they're using subs and they're talking fast my bra- my brain can't process it right 
So with this show, I actually had to watch it dubbed. Okay. Yeah. But I wanted to watch it subbed. It's just I could not process it. Yeah, mm. there's a lot of dialogue. It's very dialogue heavy. And I it's did... very fast. Yeah. Like JoJo's, it's very dialogue heavy, but they're slow, slow. enough yeah. where I can understand it. Now we should learn Japanese. <laughs> yeah. I'm slowly working on that. I figure, like, if my brain doesn't work right, I might as well just learn a second language so that way I don't have to read it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's fair. So, yeah. Um, do we want to go into the sub and dub real quick? Because we haven't gone I through can... all the characters yet. Yeah, but I mean, this is like this <laughs> rabbit trail that we can go after. Okay. And then we can come back and be like, so anyways, that anyways. leads into... Also, that's good. Also, this is interesting for each character because the characters are slightly different in... That is I've true. noticed in the dub, Okabe sounds British, and I very much dislike Okabe... that. Okabe's voice actor is pretty good in in both. So mm-hmm. in Japanese, he's like my favorite voice actor yeah. of all time. That guy is absolutely amazing. Well, doesn't he voice Yato? He no. He, no, voices, he voices light, light in Death Note. In he Death voices Note. light. He voices um, Lucifer Crollo in uh, Hunter Hunter, and okay. he's also awesome. He voices a lot of different characters, and he's in. He's just insane in all of them. Like all of his characters are a little weird. He voices Kita Masaomi in um, uh, Durarara. Oh, okay. Which is why I really That's like really cool. his character, too. Yeah. So, the thing that he um, does... Who's Kita again? Kita's the um, the Yellow Scarves kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. He's super good. Yeah. So, he his um, his voice range is so good. Like, the way that, that, that he does um, the characters of having them... Like, the way he talks when he's serious and not serious... And you can just tell all the different inflections in his voice is so interesting. You can, like, when he's really depressed, he sounds super depressed. Right. Yeah. And when he's just, like, putting on a show, you can really tell it. Right. In the original, in the um, in the dub, it's it's not as much. It's not as extreme, I'd say. He still, like, he still does really good job. I think the other guys, it's like... This is a really good voice actor compared to like this legendary voice actor that I love. So I do think the the sub's better for his character, but I think the dub is really really good. His right. voice actor does a great job. Well, and I think it's the difference between um like li- the little bit I listened to subbed, right? Mm-hmm. Like I really like the voice actor. Yeah. I really loved his laugh and the way he talked. Yeah. Like, yeah. The vocal differences, and then I feel like it. Japanese to English is such a hard jump. It is. That voice actors a lot of times get so much flack. Mm-hmm. And I hate to be the one that jumps on this bandwagon, but it's also the voice directors as well. It's yeah. mostly the voice directors. Which I think the voice actors did a really good job. I, I will admit, a lot of voice actors, they just sound monotone and flat all the time, right? Mm-hmm. But like, I could definitely see like the big differences. Like when he's fake laughing... Yep. And the dub, compared to real laughing, like real mad yeah. laughing, I felt the same as I rewatched the scene in on YouTube mm-hmm. of him, like, mad, like, mad scientist mm-hmm. laughing and subbed. Yeah. I felt the same between both of them. Yeah. I almost could not tell the difference, actually. Yeah, the, he he does the laugh really well. He does, yeah. Um, I think just, I don't know, I think the thing, I think the... The, the, I can't talk. <laughs> it's the uh, sub is funnier. Yes, mm-hmm. the sub is definitely funnier. Um, because oh, I think it adds on to the English. That's yeah, yeah, the English, the English adds is on amazing. Which I'm upset I missed out on, but there's a couple of videos I've seen. I can definitely see why that would be funnier. It's, yeah, that's definitely like a lot of the comedy comes from that. So that makes it. Which Americans are weird. 
we like it when people make fun of the way we talk. Yeah. Because, like, we're even the ones that talk about, like, Southerners and yeah. Like, yeah. Westerners and Eastern people and how they talk and, like, mm-hmm. a New York accent to, like, an Alabama accent. Yeah. We just love making fun of the Gosh way people dang, talk. Guy, I'm walking here. Yeah, exactly. This guy who's done so much English, too. Like, he is so terrible at mm-hmm. English, the voice actor for Okabay. Yeah. Like, in everything he's done, and he's done a lot of things with English. Right. I think they have him do it because he's so bad at it, almost, and just makes it hilarious. Hey, man, oh, I, I am mad scientist. I am scientist. It's so cool. So cool. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and then, well, I'm going to have to put explicit on this episode now. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> no, that I makes beach. Yeah. Okay. That true. doesn't make it explicit. <laughs> you have to say the F word like three times before it becomes explicit. Like Beetlejuice. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty. Well, I think it's also the subject matter as well. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Steins Gate. Very explicit. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, his voice actor is amazing. They could go on for him forever. Um, but they're both really good. Uh, Mayuri, I don't like her voice actor that much in the dub you've told me I that i did not a lot. like it either i it sounded very childish it's super childish it's really annoying but like pyrola said she kind of has a mentality of a child yeah which kind of adds to her like innocent and pure nature but throughout in the, the show. japanese she's like a cute kid with a nice voice oh, okay. although the two tarus are on point in both oh i was gonna say real quick um i i came over to Weezer's house once, like I did a lot, and I just came in on him, just watching a compilation of <laughs> my hurry. He's trying to, he was going from one tutu to the other, like, I need to find the difference so that I can hate the English tutu. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah. I can't find one. It's almost, yeah, it's almost exactly the same. <laughs> it like, sounds like the same sound. He listened to the amazing. Japanese, like, the, uh, Pyrolis, this is Japanese, this one's English, which one's different? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two Drews on point. The rest of the performance, you did great job, but you're like a little you're that annoying. Meme. I feel like you're that meme with that one dude. I think it's from The Office or Parks and Rec, where the dude just like has his hand on like the build. Oh, the, yeah, that, that's the a, pin the board, office, yeah. And he it has all the, the intercrossing things, and mm-hmm. just like I need to know what's the answer. <laughs> Okay, so uh, under Kurusu's voice actor. I'm interested to hear because she's my favorite character. I like, really kind of don't have a preference. Really? I think I might like the dub better. Really? I like the I dub better. I don't know. I'm I don't, not really sure. I, I, I've only seen the sub, so I wouldn't know. Right. Yeah, like her performance doesn't stand out like crazy in the sub. Right. So I think she's, and she seems just as good in the dub. So I think it's fine. Also, it's interesting to note that there's a lot of dialogue changes from the dub to the sub. Yes. There's some like references that are different and uh, stuff like that. So it's fun well, to watch Well, they try it making ways. it more Americanized. Yeah. Which is really weird. I don't know if I like necessarily. I like it when they try keeping it as original to Japanese yeah. as possible. Like, I saw a clip where in the dub, it's a reference to uh, the DeLorean. In yeah. the sub, it's the same, but it's a different way that they said the reference. Right, yeah. And so Which, it, it meant something just different, be, but it was still the same reference to the same thing. It could just be the translator. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's kind of where they probably, I don't know for a fact, but I've got a feeling they have different translators for the dub scripts oh, yeah. and then the subs. Yep. So, I think um, also it depends on how the voice actor, like how motivated the voice actor themselves is. Oh, yeah. Because, like, it's, there's the director, but, and then there's also the voice actor. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, one of the issues is the fact that they uh, pull, they have one voice actor pool for english dubs and yeah. it's like kind of pull out of that 
Yeah. Which they have broke free of that recently. Have they? Yeah. Sweet. So I got a, a lot chance. of the newer shows <laughs> have been doing a lot of lesser known voice mm-hmm. actors and stuff. Um, what I'd really like to see for voice acting wise is them to do more of an open role. Yeah. And just have like anybody just try to voice act. Because like, then you know you're getting people that want to do the role. Yeah. And yep. they'll they'll be more energetic. They'll bring more to the table. Yep. yep. So um yeah, Kurosu, uh Daru. Daru's way better in this sub. I like Daru way better in this. Oh sub. yeah, I have he to agree with that more, too. More like dorky and weird. Yeah. He's funnier. Um, I do say it's kind of uncomfortable how much dub Daru sounds like some of my people I know, like even some of my <laughs> friends I know. Yeah. I mean, not pointing figures at anybody, but just like some of the people I know, it almost sounds exactly like Daru. Yeah. So I like Daru's. You're looking at me here. I might be looking at Pyrolis, maybe. <laughs> More than likely. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I, I like Dara way better in the sub. Um, Who else is there? Uh, Ruka. Ruka. Ruka's, Ruka's about the same in both, I think, again. It is so weird. Like, usually characters like that, I mean, I kind of want to go into her character because it's, it's kind of a touchy subject. You mean subject. him? Because it's a guy? Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, a, exactly. It's a dude. It's a touchy subject, but it's such a cool story arc. Like, most characters that are like that, there's a man, but it's supposed to be very feminine. Yeah. Feminine. 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 Let's eat some feminine. Can I say feminine? I can't. You can't know. You can't. Huh, I did not know. It sounds like a new brand of feminist MMs. This is this is our podcast title. It's like Sir Boom has a speech impediment. What? He's craving for feminines. Spoiler alert, I do. Feminines. Feminines. Alright. You know the 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 girls female looking female looking characters yeah right but yet they're a guy yeah yeah the, the traps. traps um the Brand. dubs usually do a really bad job of voice acting them yeah because mm-hmm. it either sounds like a little kid right just like a little kid yeah. that hasn't hit puberty yet or it, you can just tell it's a guy mm-hmm. i think it'd be hilarious if a trap like they voiced actor to trap you know she's like yeah my name's uh <laughs> mayuri i guess uh I'm here to <laughs> tell you something. Hey, okay, in. I'm, I'm uh, yeah. I got that sword technique for you. you want to see? <laughs> <laughs> That's just wrong. So yeah, I mean it's not wrong, but it is wrong. It's what, it's what he says in the show. Yeah, Ruka's voice. Um, yeah, it's good in both. Yeah, I think they both like. I don't know. The I think the Japanese is a little more feminine. That's about it. Yeah, well, the, femi- well, uh, Japanese voices in general are a bit more feminine than. <laughs> Yeah, western voices but i mean unless you're watching jojos dude if you're watching <laughs> hunter hunter the two main kids are both women and it is like impossible to tell that their voice actors are girls really because they, they're little kids and mm-hmm. they do like a lot of times you can tell that it's yeah. a female voice actor voicing a child right you cannot tell at all huh. it's incredible they're um, really good it sounds just like anime entirely um timmy turner from fairly odd parents is voiced by a woman Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. A lot. Um, of she's also the same one. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure she does the voice of Edward Elric oh, from Full Metal Alchemist. Really? Dub. That's yeah. awesome. I'm pretty sure. I'm gonna look this up. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking this up while you guys so talk. Why so. is going after that? So we went over Ruka. Yeah. Um, we went over we Dara, went over Kurosu. Kurosu. We we did go over Okabe. Yeah, we went over Okabe. Um, I freaking love his Christina. <laughs> Christina. Christina Tina. Tina Tina. <laughs> um, let's see. 
Uh, I think that's all the characters. Oh, um, part-time warrior. Part-time warrior, and there's also Moeka. And Moeka. Moeka. Should we go over Mr. Braun or? Uh, I don't know. His voice actors, you know, about the same. Sounds okay. about the same in both too. But what about the character itself? Character itself is about the same too. Okay. Um, I think there's definitely <laughs> like I think obviously it's about the same. This, yeah, I mean, there's no like big difference. He doesn't sound like he's you know because sometimes they can sound like they have mm-hmm. a slightly different personality just by the you know voice acting and stuff by what you can interpret. Yeah, but um, I think he's. He's like almost exactly the same. I can't think of him any differently between the dub and the sub. Okay. We're like Kyoma, Hoin Kyoma. I can tell yeah. the difference. Same with like uh, Ferris and uh, Daru, but right. like him, he's just kind of completely the same. Um, I think he's again. I think the show is funnier in the original Japanese. Like when uh, he says that, like, oh, she died in a. Uh, she died from suicide, yeah. and then he was just like, "What the heck is wrong with you? She died." Of- <laughs> yeah, I think that scene was way funnier in the subtitle because in the dub it was played off more seriously, mm. and in the sub it, it just, I don't know, maybe it just made me laugh. But... I think that's an issue we have as Amer- the American society in general. Mm-hmm. We can't take a freaking joke half the time. Yeah. Uh, to go back, I was totally wrong. I don't know what <laughs> I was thinking, but um, the dub act of Edward Edward Elric is totally a guy. <laughs> Mm, are you looking in brotherhood or are you looking in the original the original okay yeah oh yeah it is a guy because <laughs> yeah. it's joseph um, mcnock speech impediment i'm not gonna say that because yeah joseph mcnock speech impediment i'm gonna say that <laughs> victor joseph mcnoga nah oh okay. yeah he <laughs> yeah they didn't have him in brotherhood because obviously his voice changed because he got older you can tell it's actually a kid in the, oh yeah in the no he sounds FMA. super good in fudimetric mr brezuhudo on the other hand it is a woman is it yes hmm. uh really now yep. he's gonna be looking at that yeah maybe that one is so we'll maybe. find out but you know like americans as a, as an american we we do not have our humor quality we're yeah. very strict on it i don't know i think yeah that that one was just a weird one do, do you remember that scene being really funny right? it was hilarious okay, yeah in the dub it just seemed less funny so well, like i don't know i think that... the show is just funnier overall in japanese for a lot of reasons yeah but um that's one of them uh so moika she barely talks at all she oh, sounds yeah. super depressed in both how does the tapping of her phone sound? Is that, is that <laughs> exactly the same? The same. <laughs> exactly the same. Okay, just checking. Yeah, so Make she, sure they didn't replace she's it about with a the same phone. too because of her lines are all mm-hmm. just like, I'm quiet, slightly off, sad, sadness. Yeah, I'm slightly out of my mind and you know depressed mm-hmm. and whatever. So she's about the same, and uh, yes. Not to interrupt you again, but it's a it's the same dude in all of them. It is not. Yes, it is. It is not. <laughs> it is too. It is totally not. Not We've to bring out a wild tangent, but it is totally the same dude. Sorry. I watched both right one right after another. The voice is completely different. It is the same freaking dude. Your your thing is flawed. Look I'm in up. behind the voice actors. <laughs> oh, that website's garbage. What are you talking about? We use this. We use this website all the time. Uh, we used it a couple If times. it's garbage, that makes sense why I was saying everyone in Death Note was played by Ninjago characters <laughs> and Pinkie Pie. They were. <laughs> <laughs> what were you guys talking about? Romy Park is Edward Elric. What? That's yeah. not what I pulled up. Wait. Yeah, Ed- Edward Alphonse. We want Alphonse. 
Oh, that's that's in Japanese. <laughs> uh, oh, that's the Korean. Or that's Japanese. Where is? I, I'm uh, telling you, I am telling you. Uh, that cannot be true, because <sighs> Jay Wolf wouldn't watch the show because the voice actor changed. Hmm. I'm saying Edward, not Alphonse. Oh, Edward. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Edward's the same. I've been saying Edward this <laughs> whole time. You're saying Alphonse. No, Edward Elric. Oh, Edward's voice by a guy. Alphonse. Yeah. Edward's voice. Where did you get Alphonse? I don't this? know. Edward's voice by Vic Mignogna. Yes, Alphonse is voiced by a girl in the Brotherhood. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Alphonse is. Edward. You thought Edward was voiced by a girl? I thought so. What's the matter with you? I don't know. Maybe I'm stupid. Okay. What were you guys talking about? Uh, we were talking about, we were talking the, about uh, the final. Uh, so we talked about Moika and oh, yeah. part-time warrior. Part-time warrior. I think part-time warrior is actually better in the dub. Is she? I think she's. I really sounds, liked her in the dub. She sounds more uh, mature, I guess. Like okay. her voice is not as high pitched. So I think I like her better. Does she have that like was the word Moe voice? She does the, kind of. Uh, yeah, she has like a. Really... That drives me crazy, especially for a character like that. That's yeah, supposed to be like, like has a really dark. So past. I think she's actually kind of better in the dub. Oh yeah, I'd agree with that. What do you think? Did you like her in the sub a lot? I liked her in the sub. Her voice f- sounded fine in the sub. Okay, yeah. yeah, I think it was fine. I think the dub, like obviously, there, there's really no bad Japanese voice actors. <laughs> no, I mean. There's not just, always there's bad shows but yeah. like they go through like four years of college and yeah. then there's like huge casting calls for all this stuff so they usually you won't find like a bad one you might find right. an annoying one but we you all know though actually that the really best bad. voice actors were in ghost stories dubbed <laughs> <laughs> they were actually pretty great they were, they were actually um, really good i do want like talking about the dub versus sub debate um i feel like a lot of people have a problem with it because they'll um They'll watch the show, right? They'll watch mm-hmm. it subbed or dubbed. And then they'll start watching scenes, uh, like clips and yeah. stuff on yeah. YouTube. And they're like, that's stupid. That yeah. just sounds Doesn't stupid. Doesn't sound right. Yeah. I don't, and I feel like I'm one of those weird people that can watch those scenes. Mm-hmm. And it almost like blends together. Just the way my brain works, like everything just blends together yeah. and it all sounds the if same. If I watch way. certain scenes, I usually don't like hearing it the other way. Yeah. It usually sounds off to me. But if I start watching the entire show, I'll get used to it pretty quickly and then right. listen to it. Unless it's like really bad. Right. It's kind of like the art style in a way. Like you might not like the art style of a certain yeah. anime right away, but as soon as you get into the show, like you don't even notice yeah. it yeah. at the time. Like JoJo when you start out and you're yeah. like, this is kind of weird. Exactly like and then JoJo. you get to part yep. four and you're just like, I'm on an LSD trip <laughs> and I love it. Or like um, God of High School. Yeah, God like of High it School has that really very like, manhwa art style, which mm-hmm. really drags a lot of people out of the show. And the mm-hmm. super weird thing where all the fighting characters, which this makes sense, but it just made them look really weird, all their noses are all red and yes. dashed in, and their yep. ears are all red and yep. dashed in. Well, it's it kind of, it's a weird art style and way to show the boxers, the cauliflower yeah. ear and the boxer nose. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of like instead of making their faces really ugly. Yeah. They just kind of made it look like it's like it was just really raw. distracting it starting was. out the show. Especially like, the announcer dude that yeah. literally had the pointed nose. It's like why is your nose so freaking red? It's so weird. Which actually brings me into the art style of um, Steins Gate. Oh yeah. Oh. Like just the it's not like an outstanding art style it's N- not pretty, at all it, it feels pretty normal it, it feels, pretty feels normal. like death note kind of yeah it like does exactly the only thing that kind but, of sets me off at first was the eyes 
Yeah. But that, that was, mm. I got over that pretty quickly. Yeah, the eyes are kind of a little weird compared. I like how detailed they are. Oh, they're really detailed. I love that part. What I like about the show is how to use the camera angles. And oh, stuff. the camera angles are amazing. And yeah, and that's one thing I really like about anime is since it's all drawn and stuff, mm-hmm. like you don't have to go through all the hardship of doing weird camera angles like that. Yeah. They can just draw it. But the way they do it in Steinsgate and how like they switch between the camera angles and use different scenery and stuff. Well, like if, if you've ever taken any theater class you will learn that camera angles can play a lot in the story yeah they can set different moods for different things and steins gate uses that yeah perfectly and i think i i kind of see that a lot because i used to be a camera man Mm -hmm. like i used to do live performances and do like cameras and stuff shows like do recordings for shows and stuff like that so seeing that put like seeing them put the time and effort into camera angles for that anime Mm -hmm. like making it tell the story is really cool to see well like the when you're looking down at them like when you're up and looking down yeah that's like the judgment they're feeling guilty yep. that's yep. what put it puts you in the mood for that yep. and then when, when you're equal with them you feel equal with them yep it just sets you for the mood depending on that well angle. and like and going back to the first part of the show like you're talking about um wow i almost whistled there that's weird <laughs> yeah I don't know. I've been dealing with a lot of allergies lately. Today. It's okay, uh, old timer. Let's get it going. <laughs> <laughs> going back to the first part of the show, you talk about when the girl like pushes Mayuri into the, the train, right? Mm-hmm. And like how it kind of does that classic anime, like yeah. how it kind of distorts her face by like yeah. kind of doing that wide angle stuff. I really love it when the show takes the camera angle and kind of uses it to portray the emotion on the character. Yeah. Instead yeah. of like actually distorting the character itself, like a lot of anime things will do, like doing the weird like angry faces yep. or sad faces, like it was a normal shot, but it looked like the camera itself distorted around the character to yeah. betray how disturbed she was that she just did that. If you like really stuff cool. like that, you're going to love Time of Evil. Oh yeah, because they've got that sort of style yep. on it. It's great. That's well, cool, that's part yeah. of the reason Re-Zero I like. Does it, does yeah. They do that too. too. Well, that's part of the reason I like. Um, I really like shows like um, Helsing. Mm-hmm. I like shows like Evangelion. Yeah. Because okay. especially Evangelion, because they use a lot of the cinematography to portray the story. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which they do with that in Steinsgate a lot. I really noticed it more on the second viewing when I watched yep. the dub. Mm-hmm. Like when they're going through and they're talking like in the park once and they're going through a breakthrough. And at the same time, it kind of shows the clouds like moving as like the sun is or moon is coming out. And stuff like that that's, like, really cool symbolic yeah. things of, like, same things that are happening at the same time. Or, like, the scene where, um like, it's just turning dark out and Mayuri, like, sees the first star, like, shining yep. between, like, the oh, buildings and so stuff. Amazing. And she kind of just stops to put her hand up like she always does. Yeah. That's cool cinematography and stuff. I, yeah. yeah. It's awesome. I that's... watch a lot of, like, uh, film reviewers mm-hmm. who, like, review the shots and what they yeah. liked about them. Yeah. Like. So, like, I watching that my mind was just playing through that like oh yeah. that was that was like i like this that's a yeah. great angle yeah yeah it's really amazing i love every time she like reaches up into yeah. the stars and sometimes when you see it from like almost her perspective as you see the light rays like going through her uh, fingers yeah. i loved it when you could see it from her perspective yeah that was great that was really cool so oh uh, yeah that was so super cool let's go over so we went over the dub and the sub we went over most of the characters do we want to go over ruka like Real character quick. wise, like yeah, like we went over Okabe. She's kind of like that third outstanding character arc. She's and the Dark. most feminine and uh, beautiful, slender woman. Fierce. Right, but sadly, she's, she's a, a dude. dude. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, kinda... I love that that first scene when you first meet him, and right. it's, it's just like, but he's a dude, right? But he's a dude, but he's a but dude. He'd... A dude. Yeah. Oh, it, that. Oh man, and like you remember, like when me and you were watching that, and like I said over the Discord chat, like right before that, I'm like, oh, that's a cool looking girl. Yeah. And you just start busting out laughing. I'm just like, it was like, what are you? Why are you third, laughing? Like she looks cute. Like the third time that it said he's a dude, you were just like, what? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see you the first because of course my brain was having a hard time with how fast they were talking. So like the third one, I finally read he's a dude. I'm just like. No, no, no. Oh, and the voice no. acting in that was so good. In oh, yeah. The uh, Japanese, where it's just like how he has that short mm-hmm. pause and he's like, but he's a dude. Yeah. The thing yeah, that's super great. I love about that intro to Ruka is how they extend it when he changes Ruka back from a girl back to a guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that whole emotional thing. That was pretty. Good. Like where it, it felt like he was trying to reconvince himself, but he's a dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that was that was great oh that yeah. was super cool and i mean it kind of gets into the weird part where he literally like tries to feel her slash him up oh well he was like scientists i gotta prove this you, right yeah. if you think about <laughs> the, the mental like strain he was going through at that time oh, he yeah. just like he just it sounds broke. really weird for me to say but he just needed to like physically make Find sure out, like, yeah. i can understand that though because like he's panicking like no no that, that, i'm pretty sure that's a dude yeah i mean like he had to make sure this worked. yeah and like, it was also like a thing referencing the earlier where kurasu was like it's like nah that's a girl it's like you're a scientist go find out yeah. and she touches him and it just like pulses the uh the symbol and then yeah. the next scene is just her hanging her head yeah. by the wall oh uh, my goodness i love Ruka. So it's much. so that's awesome but no it's just like it's kind of a weird thing because it kind of goes into like i don't know same sex relationship and stuff not really not really because i when... see it as different because when yeah. he went like ruka didn't classify himself as homosexual at all right he knew he was he was straight he was just very feminine right yeah but he was sick of how feminine he was he, so he wanted to be a girl yeah. right but he did fall in love with um him like Kiyomai. yeah with kill he did yeah, as, as, a as a girl right he as looked up a, to him as a guy yeah as a but guy yeah, he fell like in highly, love as a girl. Yeah, yeah respected him so. and really yeah. liked him my thing is like Think about Kiyomo's perspective, right? Yeah. He yeah. knows that this is a, he's actually supposed to be a guy. Yeah. And uh he's not seeing it as a girl, and now he's gotta go on a date and like he, yeah. he can't he doesn't wanna hurt him. And then at the end of it he's just like, you know what? I don't care what you are. Yeah. I like you for yeah. you. Yeah. And it's like, did Kiyoma just come out of the closet? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of no, what I was thinking at first. I was like, is that gonna continue when they jump world lines? Like, yeah. Is yeah. this gonna go really weird? Like, cause then there's like then he was also getting in with like um kirisu and stuff yeah. like that yeah and just like obviously he wouldn't have gone out with ruka yeah. even if she was a girl i know he's a mad scientist also i, is really... I like her character arc because it kind of adds into that like three-way love triangle yeah kind of, which is well really her weird. um her story when she's a girl is is really sad too because when he's like you're a dude and it kind of she's been bullied that's her like whole the life worst about thing. it like imagine you have a crush on some girl and then she's just like, yeah, but you're a girl. Like, how, like you would feel terrible. No, oh, yeah. so that's how that's exactly what happens. And then she realizes she really was a guy, and but because uh, she he talks about that at the, like yeah. the well when yeah. after like she freaks out and runs out. Yeah, and then he talks about it, it's like yeah I kind of realize it because they have been 
once he talks to him about yeah. it, they start to remember like the different right. World they lines. have the phantom memories. Yeah. yeah. So she's like, okay, but I just want to go on a date with you. And that scene was so amazing because yeah. of how awkward it was. I love that you episode def- so much. You could definitely tell it's two geeks going <laughs> yeah. out, and it's just like. What do we, we do? So like we're awkward. not hanging out at our normal because they're yeah. also friends, right? Yeah. It's two friend geeks going out on a date and it's just like we want to do this normally, but like we're usually just hanging yeah. out in an apartment together. That like, that episode was so good. It was such good dating advice. It was like they all try to get dressed <laughs> up and like follow all the rules, and it was like super awkward. And then Daru is just trying to give like little hentai game. Yeah, yeah. in the middle of shop. <laughs> oh yeah. my goodness, that was amazing. <laughs> and then he um goes to uh then he goes to like switch back and he's like wait a second that wasn't a date that was garbage and runs back like throws on his lab Mm -hmm. coat and is just like okay you're my like a um my disciple or whatever you're gonna swing the sword yeah and it's like this is what we actually like our relationship always was yeah which adds into like him doing the pretend stuff like he was like pretend training him slash yeah. her to be a um exorcist yeah yeah a, a spirit exorcist yeah with the sword and stuff so that's super cool so like, that was way yeah that that was such a cool scene where he just like comes back and it's like yeah no that and was then super Dar- awkward and daru and um kirisu were um following him it's yeah. just like yeah. oh now they're having fun because through the whole date they weren't having fun yeah, yeah they were super like awkward. super it's awkward just like, Oh, they're in their normal like selves yeah, now, and they're actually actually having out. a date yeah. at that point. So. And then when he switches back and goes back to Ruka, and it's like, "Do you like me?" And Ruka's like, "I <laughs> respect you." Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like a sigh of relief yeah. from like Kyo, like, and stuff. But, like back to the what we we're talking about, what what Ruka had to go through in that timeline mm-hmm. with the whole uh, imagine you're the person you have a crush on saying you're a girl. Yeah, like if you also think about it, the entire time that like Ruka. You can't really distinguish whether it's a, he's a girl or a guy. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same way when he's an actually a girl. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so like he was bullied the entire that entire world line. Yeah. That you're not a girl. You got to be a guy. Mm-hmm. Right. So then that that detriment from Kilma yeah. just like brings it down even more. So. Oh yeah. So I mean that'd be kind of heart crushing. Like. Oh yeah. yeah. Just like somebody That's, thinks like, like you like the same sex as them, but like, yeah, you like love them and everything like that. Like, yeah, it's super cruel. It's such yeah, a cruel thing. To say. That's cruel. why like Kirsu is so mad at him. Yeah, it's like, that's what why. Is wrong that's why. That's you? one of the few times that Mayuri gets mad at yeah. Okabe. She oh, does. Yeah. She gets so mad she gets at him. Totally, just like mother scolds. So yeah, yeah. That in there. That's oh, awesome. I love Mayuri. You just Mayuri's reminded great. me why she's my second favorite kid. <laughs> um. So after Ruka, we have um, who's next? Oh, Moika. Moika. Yep. Moika. Didn't you guys talk about Moika a little bit? We, we talked, talked about, about her voice, voice actress. actress. Oh, okay. We didn't talk about the uh, her just character overall. I will say, I didn't like Moika at all. Probably my like least her. favorite character. I mean, I think she's a well-written character. At the end, I and I didn't like her because of uh, what she ended up turning into. Yeah. But like first time I met her, I didn't like her, and especially I mean, when she did what she did, I was like, yeah, yeah no. I don't like her personality. She does horrible things. Yeah. Um. You know, she's just kind of a really tragic, messed up yeah. person. So it's sad and everything, but I just don't like her as a person at right. all. Yeah. So I, I like how they don't really try to make you like her. Yeah. Like they know that, yeah, you're probably not going to like this person. They're pretty bad. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't, not a lot I don't to talk have, about. I don't have a lot to say about it. I really don't like her. Um, I, I like Even like her redeeming art, I did not like that mm-hmm. much at all. Her death scene was just like. I, I was more 
moved by Mr. Braun killing himself. Oh, yeah. Just like, I mean, Mr. Oh. Braun's end was really messed up. It was. When he shot her yeah. and then shot himself. So. And he's leaving his daughter behind and everything. Yeah. It's just... And then it resets again. Yeah. And the yep. good timeline, they all become a happy family. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Which I do. I like how she ended up. Mm-hmm. Like, I think she deserved that. Like, how messed up, like, how many insecurities she had, how depressed she was. Like, yep. she ended up being part of, like, that mother figure that she was looking up to, mm-hmm. which was, like, the secret, like, unidentified person that was texting her to do all this bad stuff. Yeah. And it turned out to be um the guy. Yeah. So what, that was super cool. And also, the one ending where his daughter, Bron's daughter, she's sitting at the table. Yeah. Two plates of food waiting for him to come back. Oh, that was the same ending where he shot himself yeah, and yeah. also shot yeah. Moriko. Yeah. So. That, that was just like, dang. There's a lot yeah. of just really, yeah. You're going to wait a long time, little up, girl. sad stuff that happens. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That just kind of goes into like the whole, like, there could be a whole other series, a really sad and depressing yeah. series of like going past like the time where he jumps and like going and seeing what happens afterwards on all those timelines. It's really that, interesting. That's basically what Zero it. is. It's just like super depressing. Oh yeah. Like the whole <laughs> almost the entire show. Um so we went over Moika. Is that everyone? Oh, part time warrior. Part time warrior. She's just amazing. She is yeah. pretty amazing. No, she's like probably she's, my third favorite yeah, character of the same, whole show. Probably my third favorite. She oh, sacrifices so cool. herself for she sacrifices almost nothing. herself. Yeah. She has like the sad uh backstory. She does actually succeed in the end, which yeah. is super cool. Um, she's not tied up with loving people at all which is yeah. super cool what you don't find a lot with a lot of female characters in yeah. shows like a she's lot just of... like i have a job to do yeah Let's she's get a done. strong independent female character that doesn't feel like... in japan yeah <gasps> and she's not total garbage she's amazing yeah They're actually amazing no it's super cool absolutely it's love like, part-time warrior it, it they usually have a fine line between like having like a like a independent woman character that's not yeah. tied to a love relationship yeah. and a lot of times there's something off about them that just kind of mm-hmm. makes them a little annoying sometimes they get it right sometimes they don't yeah but like they definitely got it right with this character yeah she's like she's amazing like the only was, weakness she had was looking for her father yeah which is super cool because she was even going to overcome that mm-hmm. but then um Kiyoma, like her. ruined it yeah and like basically brought a little bit of emotion back to her mm-hmm. to like stay and yeah. that and actually ended, ended up, up killing her yeah, yeah. <laughs> ended up screwing up more so imagine if you're kiyoma though and you realize that you're the reason why she committed suicide <laughs> like that's why i broke yeah. down out of that letter oh yeah definitely yeah. that was awful <laughs> yeah that was horrible so yeah it ended up in the in good in the end though she didn't exist she was born in seven years. Yep. Then <laughs> he the went and collected the pins. Yeah. She's like, goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, that that last scene's amazing. That scene where, where he's collecting the pins is All just of the lab members and people are just like, because in that timeline, they don't know like Moika and yeah. a few others. And so he well, still Well, they don't made... even know Kirisu. Yeah, yeah. So he still made the extra yeah. pins for all of them. And then he made one that's like, we'll have this one in seven years. No, he had two of them. One for um, Daru's wife. And then oh, did also, he? yeah, okay. I appreciate two of them. I don't know if he made one for Daro's wife. I know, no, I know he made one. He made one for, for... part time warrior. Yeah. yeah, and then he made one for um for Kirisu, which he went to go deliver. Yeah, yeah, which he delivered, and then he made one for Moika, um, Moika plus uh, Ferris, Ferris, and Ruka, and, yep. and Ruka. 
because they all became part of the mad. Oh yeah, well, more, never mind. During during those, like, right, and um, Mayuri and Daru only were, knew that those two were the yeah, lab yeah. They didn't know about all everybody else. So yeah, because it was just the three of them. When and did then her lab gets so that, big? Yeah, that's the other thing that Myri loved is all the other people yeah. coming yeah. in and, and being friends with them. So and that's well, how well that's why he kept up the act because he was getting more and more friends. Yeah. But it was all in the guise of being a scientific research yeah. center. Well also the so there's a whole thing that Myri was like, Oh no, they got all these people, you don't really need me, do you? It's <laughs> like, no, no, don't go this route. Yeah. It was, it yeah. was kind of weird. I was afraid they were going to go that route, but obviously they didn't. Yeah. So. I'm pretty sure in the visual novel we can probably go that route. Maybe. Probably. Mad scientist. Yoinkyoma. Oh, my goodness. Okay, here's the part that I liked better for Kurosu. Hmm. I think she... Uh, I don't know. In the dub and the sub, it's, it's hard to uh, compare this scene. But when Kurosu puts on the lab coat, strikes the JoJo <laughs> pose, and is just like, Mad Scientist, ha 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 ha. That scene's amazing. That scene I watched amazing. that subbed. Yeah. I watched that subbed. I Remember? No, we watched it in dub. Did she we? does it multiple yeah. times. Oh, I must have watched the, it in sub. I'm thinking of the second time when at like almost the end of the show. Right. Where okay. he's like super depressed and she puts it on. It's just like. I miss I I watch a subbed and dubbed. I like it subbed better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why. So, I just I feel it's more natural. Yeah. I think I don't know. The I think the Well from what I've heard the voice actors in Japan they're in like the same room. Oh yeah. So the yeah, energies like bounce off from each other. Yeah, they are. And I think over here they're Yeah. They're yeah, they're all recorded separately. So yeah, I think that one was better. I think the dub though was kind of going for a different thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because she she was more playing it as a joke. Yeah. Yeah. And in the sub, I don't Try know. Try to it lighten felt, the mood. Yeah, yeah, it felt a little more, I don't know, authentic. I in guess. the sub, it felt very authentic. Yeah. But yeah, that, that seems amazing. I love his uh, descent into madness going from <laughs> like pretending to be crazy and then just getting depressed. So. Well, the show is very much about um the descent into madness yeah. and then him being able to drag his way back out of it. Yeah. Which is like him realizing he's basically turned his descent into madness into a science experiment and then being able to drag his humanity back up to the forefront and like push through and do what he needs to do which is like like you said like you like the scene where he literally stabs himself more oh yeah because like they were originally gonna use fake blood but the fake blood dried up and he gets crazy just like ah yeah Yeah. so like he stabs himself more and that just kind of shows like how much because like i don't know a very analytical person i don't think would have done that it it depends. Like there, you can be a degree of analytical where you are very where you analyze stuff, but you realize this is the only I mean, way I can do it. Yeah, and I love it this still person. takes a lot of willpower. It takes to a lot of willpower. Yeah. And yeah. Then bleed yourself. Which out on top at of that him, point so. he was like probably running on so little bit of willpower. Just oh like yeah. To be able yeah. To pull that through. Like that was like the last. Yeah, thing that to was do. amazing. Like he planned to get stabbed. He planned to taser. Like he planned it all. He already knew he was gonna yeah. get stabbed. Yeah. 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 He was much. fine dying. There. Yeah. Like he right. he realized he could be sacrificing himself. Right. For... That also reminds me of the end where he talks to his future self and his future self does the whole like mad scientist and he just like laughs and he's like i'm still like this much of a nutcase in the future (laughs) like i'm still saying all these stupid code phrases still a child when i'm 35 yeah that that was amazing i love that that is super cool like all the quotable moments and stuff like that yeah it's kind of almost on a jojo level oh it's amazing the only problem is it's not like 
a quote for every moment. It's just like it's, you can be that weird person. You can, just yeah. Quote it. Like, or you're just like bye, and you can just be like eh, soy kangaroo. Yeah. Well, that's Super that's cool. just Yoink Kyoma, the weird guy that says stuff. Kyoma, <laughs> right? Mad scientist. He's oh, so cool. It's so cool. So yeah, you got any more questions for us, host? Uh, let's see here. How did you guys feel about when Okabe stabbed Kurosu? I feel like we've already talked about that. We we glanced over it, but we didn't like go in uh, detail. When I first, it was just kind of like it was kind of the same with like Mayuri being killed by the yeah. child. Mm-hmm. I, I instantly saw it coming. Like, did you? I saw every scene play through my head. I knew it was coming. It's just like, well, this sucks. That was one thing I did not see until it actually happened. You did not see that. I did I not did see not that see coming. It coming either. How really? did you see that coming? I don't know. I just—I mean, the guy just had a knife and was charging him. It looked yeah, like, like he was going to kill him, and then when it looked like when he... Okabe ends up stabbing her, it's just oh. like, oh, it's just like, like in. Try not to spoil the show, but it's just like in the most, the second to the most recent episode of ReZero, where a couple characters get stabbed oh, by yeah. a certain character. Mm-hmm. I saw that coming. Well, yeah, yeah, but like that one, that one was that, that more... was more there but like this like i i thought that okabe had this he was gonna stab this old man oh, i know he did not have it i figured he had i figured it was no. episode 24 i was like this man finally got it he's no. gonna do it and, and then, then kiddos was just like i love my dad who tried to kill me yeah, yeah. and then he, he like takes the knife and just runs into her he's like oh man see here's the thing when a character like that is so desperate like in any show you watch mm-hmm. watch any show if a character is so desperate to stab somebody like that and just like does the full charge you know they're going to miss and they're going to stab the person they love <laughs> every single time. I, you can, I will bet money on this, okay? You can go through almost any show. High school, DD. I Okay. Any show that has a scene like this, something similar, like where they pick up a knife, like two people are struggling and they have to stab the one person, right? <clears throat> High school, DD. Okay. I mean, I'm going to watch the, the first season soon. So if it's in the show, you owe me money. So... If it's in the show, I owe you money. Yeah, because it proves I'm right. If it is in the sh- like, if if he runs to stab someone and like he stabs the one he loves, I owe you money. Well, not necessarily the one he loves, but like the person he was trying to save. Uh-huh. Like you Does owe me happen? money. Okay. Does it happen? No, he he ends up saving the person. Really? Yeah. Well, that's cool. They play off a trope that's like it, they get rid of a trope that's there. Yeah. But in like most horror films or mystery shows, they usually end up stabbing the person they're trying to save because like either the other person like rolls out of the way or like the other person pushes them off or something I like guess, that. It yeah. always well, happens. I figure the show's being down so many tropes before they can't do this one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's that much of a trope. I see it all the time. I mean, in what? Um, I mean, I see it a lot of times in like, um, like the cop shows and stuff on TV. Like I grew up watching a lot of those okay. shows. I saw all the time yeah. on that. Um, I guess you, see like you, you see it in like Doctor Who. You see it in like Superman, um, Batman shows, movies. Yeah. You don't the see co- it as much for like main characters though. Like uh, you never see the main character just kill the person he loves. That would suck. I don't know. You because see most... it in like comic books a lot. I guess. Like a I lot guess of in times. weird, obscure media, it's kind of a trope. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm into that. So I'm into the weird, obscure media. So, so yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't really see it coming the first time that I remember. I don't know. I watched the show the first time like two okay. years ago. So yeah, You know, the second time you're like, he's not going to do what I think he's going to do, is he? And then you start to laugh like a madman. All right. So to go on a weird tangent, like obviously you saw um, Daru becoming part-time warrior's father. Yeah. 
right? You saw that coming. Did you see that coming? I think I did not like right away. Okay. I think I did like a little bit before it happened. Okay. Just because like the same hair color, she's looking for her dad. He actually bought the pen and then it's like, wait a second. He bought that as a joke, but then. You you saw at that moment, like that's pretty pretty close to the reveal. Yeah. Like, like, it was shortly really before close. the re- okay. reveal. Like, I but saw it, like, instantly. You did much. not see it at all. What? You are completely surprised when it happened. <laughs> well, that's because, like, I was asking you, and you were like, no, it is not that. You were you, literally, you, you were literally you telling me. You never asked if it was dark. <laughs> yeah, you did. Hey, I did. You never did. I did. You were completely surprised. You never did. What? I completely remember this. You never asked. Okay, Because it was so odd. I was like, how is he not getting this? And then it was, like, happened. You're like, oh, that makes sense. I don't know. I guess maybe it was one of those tropes where it's just like, they can't be doing that. Yeah. Also, just the kind of character. I guess I fell into a wheeze there. (laughs) The kind of character he is. You can't. It's like hard to imagine him. It's hard to imagine having this amazing character. That is true. Yeah. I feel like before you get married, you'd like split off in cellular mitosis. No, asexual reproduction, not cellular mitosis. I don't know what I was going off of. What? I was thinking about when the cells like split. Even the way you were going, that's just weird. Yeah. You think he just replicated himself? I figured he'd do that before I got married, but apparently I was wrong. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, anyways. Well, we never um, explicitly explained his hate for 3D girls. So. I think one of the coolest that's true. things that it tells you right at the beginning, but a lot of people forget about, is that when he goes back to re- redo all the stuff that he did before, you a lot of times, like I forgot when it's like oh wait in the original timeline kurosu dies oh no i remember because that. it's completely it's kind of glanced over and oh it's i like, forgot that yeah it's really I quickly like glanced over and then they don't mention it yeah because she only died the once so then when you're like wait if we go back to the original time kurosu dies and he realizes that like halfway through and it's just like oh well you don't realize like the very last email he has to fix is the one he accidentally yeah sends. yeah is the one he accidentally like sends, i, I so. as soon as so I was, I thought that he was going to um, go around switching the world line because mm-hmm. he knew that Kurosu was going to die. Right? Yeah. Then but I realized he forgot about he, it when yeah. they were talking about changing the world line. I was like, you idiot. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't think I remembered that the first time watching it. Well, it was also kind of weird. Like, you probably, did you even remember it the second time watching it? I did. Re- I did at once it went to that i completely for because it was like two years ago right so i completely forgot about the point uh where they have to redo them and then as soon as it got to that point it was like oh yeah he has to go back right. and redo to to that well i had that realization too as soon as they came up to it but it's just like watching in that four month span kind of yeah it's just like you watch we watched like the first yeah, seven episodes true. like right back to back and then we we took a break and then we watched the rest of it and it was just like Oh right, she died she at dies. one point. Yeah. I totally forgot she died. And it's it's so quick because she only dies in the first episode. Yeah, too, right. And you it never mentions. And it then again. They, the way they treat it is like they fixed it. Yeah, yeah. Like they fixed it instantly, but you forget like the way they fixed it was through a freaking email. Yeah. So that that was a really cool like mind blowing moment where you're like, oh yeah, they told me this before, and then I forgot about it, and then it's like they bring it up to you again. You're like, oh damn. Yeah. Which a lot of like um time travel shows do do but yeah. they'll explain the whole plot basically at the beginning mm-hmm. but like they convolute it so much throughout the show it's just like i have no idea what the heck's going on yeah. anymore so <laughs> uh any other questions let's see next question please is there anything you think the show should not have had 
like if there was any scene or moment that you think that the show could have gone without or you would have preferred it do without um really no not really no i mean i mean it has been a little bit since i watched the show Mm -hmm. i mean it probably what a month or two we finished it pretty recently yeah um no not really I mean, I think everything in it had its own place of the jigsaw puzzle. Okay. Yeah. Like, like I said, for me, I would have been fine with the ending. I oh, love yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, like just them just ending it kind of on the halfway yeah. sad part. Like, not, not yeah. ending in trailers, but like ending that world line and like never, like, oh, she's dead now. We're not, we're, yeah. now we're going to watch uh, Huey and try to get over that for the next two episodes. Um, Welcome to <laughs> um Steins Gate Zero. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. literally it's, the whole show. Well, yeah, I'm going to watch that now to see how that, yeah. how that ended up. So you get your happy ending, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the ending I preferred. Sick degenerate. I will admit to one or both of those things. <laughs> yeah, I'd say pretty much everything in the show, like, leads to something. Like, yeah, there's even no... some of the parts I don't like where, like, I don't know, he kind of gets a little too touchy with some of the characters. Yeah. Like, it's... That's my favorite. <laughs> it's so relatable. You mean you don't like how Okabe molests people? Like you've never had that experience <laughs> once in your life, being a white cisgendered male? <laughs> no. Huh. Am I the only one here? <laughs> I'm so editing this part out. <laughs> oh, come on. That's a great joke. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, I think the part where he touches people is so funny. Because I just like. Am I the only the one reason? that actually did not really like that part? I thought, it was I thought how it was. I think acted. it was required for the story, but it's just like they feel like they could have went a different route. I don't like know. how it was acted out. I thought it was hilarious. Okay. Like the whole thing with Ruka. It yeah, was, it was so pretty funny. funny. Yeah, when he when he was uh, panicking over seeing Kurusu, uh, Kirisu alive, I yeah. thought that was pretty funny. Um, the Moika scene, it, it was kind of funny, but it was more funny like. The neighbor going back, oh you you filthy kids. And like yeah. not even closing the door, yeah. just like walking away. But uh, overall that scene, I was like, Yeah, there goes your first kid, but kiss bud, have fun with that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean that part was was also just showing the horror of, of her mind and yeah. the state of everything, and he's just wrestling and he's not a very good wrestler. No, oh, no. he's so, not. Plus she's she. like a freaking tall person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's about yeah. the same height as him. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I don't mind any of those scenes, so... Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't know. Um, any other questions? I do not think so. I've, I've got... He was arrested twice and airport scene written on here. <laughs> airport. So, airport scene. Yeah, airport scene. I mean, if you haven't watched we, the OVA, watch the OVA. Yeah, I was so going to say, do we want to go over the OVA? <laughs> well, for me, I I watched as it was part of the episode because it, it's registered as episode 26. Yeah. yeah so I just there. registered as that was the end of this show yeah it was so funny like it when he just amazing. walks in he's like oh, i am a mad scientist <laughs> i am here to take <laughs> over america here. yeah and then it's just like he's and the, then the, the security guards like looks him <laughs> yeah and then, just, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just like him and just yeah. being dragged away yeah. <laughs> and he's like what are you doing i got my permits you filthy americans let me go i was just kidding yeah and that then is literally the very next moment he gets out he's like i'm free those dirty americans i will like take over america and the two cop the cop car just turns on its lights yeah gets out he's just like i'm getting arrested again and he's in the window no no but the when he was being drug away by the airport security guard that's actually something i noticed was different between the sub and the dub because mm-hmm. i saw a bit of the dub on that 
because there was like a small YouTube video I watched yeah. uh, on it. Uh, it. I just I did not like the dialogue change at all. Huh. Yeah, they did have to change the dialogue completely because yeah. he uses English and yeah. in that scene where oh, he's yeah. talking to the officers yeah. where he's just like. I am mad scientist. Yeah. And he's like, coming to America or something, <laughs> trying to explain yeah. it. And the guy just starts laughing. He starts laughing. Then he just goes over and shit. And then when he's right. being taken away, he's just like, no, you do not understand, stupid American. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to watch this stuff now. This is amazing. It's so It funny. is very amazing. Um, Christina. Also, like how he says Christina in English oh, every yeah. time, and how he over pronounces it. It's so funny. It's just Steinsgate is amazing and subbed. Yeah. I, I don't think I could watch it in dub because of all the English in it. Yeah, English is amazing. I mean, it's the reason why I watch it in sub because yeah. of all the English. So that's usually why I watch shows in, du- in subbed. Oh, level, so I watch them dubbed. Level member. <laughs> I mean, as somebody that okay, as somebody that originally preferred dub right mm-hmm. and then learn to be able to read quick enough to like read subs and stuff and now prefer subs like mm-hmm. i actually yeah. prefer like watching it subbed but has to watch certain shows dubbed like yeah. drarar i yeah. had to watch that dubbed just because they talk so fast and there's so much dialogue there's i could a, not yeah process there's also a ton of crap going on in right that show all over the place so like as i really appreciate how much effort they put into the dub to make yeah. it as close and as funny as they could mm-hmm. even though there was a lot of english and stuff yeah. in the sub like they tried their best they to did make it yeah they did do a really good job with yeah. the dub like it's totally fine watching in the dub i think the sub is just superior because yeah. of the the english and it's funnier right. so so i'd but say both ones are very by good. some chance if you have not watched the show yet and you're still listening to this Feel free to watch it either way. Feel free to watch it both ways, and I think you'll yeah. enjoy it. This is definitely a show that you need to watch multiple times, but you definitely enjoy it dubbed, subbed, and both. Yeah. Also, if you have like differing opinions or whatever, feel free to tell us. I mean, that's yeah. kind of why we're doing this, to get different opinions on things and talk yep. about stuff. Yep. I mean, it's we talk about our opinions here amongst each other, right? and we read your guys and another we respond and out is up to you guys yeah <laughs> so go to the right. comments of the youtube video that's eventually going to be put out i'm sure you can't do comments on spotify can you no, no you cannot okay um you can do comments i think you can do comments on google we'll talk about it at the end of the show but mm-hmm. i think we can do can you do comments on google nope no you can can't do comments review. on itunes yeah you can do reviews on which iTunes unfortunately we're having trouble getting on itunes yeah once we get on we're gonna iTunes. have to set up a mailing system then <laughs> yeah well, I, I'm going to talk about that at the end of the show. Okay. It's kind of a surprise yeah. thing. But yeah, but... we should put it on YouTube and get the comments. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Right, yep. Well, I had fun episoding today, you guys. Uh, thank ev- I thank everyone for watching us um, and tuning into our show here at Baka Talk. This has been fun here with uh, Weez. Hi. Uh, check out my book at Amazon.com slash author slash KVW. If you want to check it out, it's only 99 cents or free if you have Kindle Unlimited, whatever. Forward slash or backward slash? Uh, I don't know. The normal slash. <laughs> and the normal internet slash. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. Watch your podcast every time it comes out. I'm done. <laughs> as well as with Sir Boom. Yo, so yeah. Um, hopefully you guys are enjoying the episodes. Um, I'm doing all the editing. So if you guys have any editing suggestions, pre please um well of course tell me i suck at talking but just give me any suggestions and then um a couple announcements um we are going to be coming up with a twitter pretty soon so you guys can talk with us if you want to and then we're also going to be coming up with an email if you guys have any questions and stuff so maybe eventually 
we can come up with maybe like a comment episode. Maybe they can be smaller, but we can do comment episodes and like comment suggestions yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, I have been Sir Boom and signing off. Peace. And lastly, uh, but of course not leastly, um, hold on, I gotta read this here. <laughs> what? I, I gotta read this. I'm, I'm a... Yeah, you're just supposed to be signing off, bud. I know, but I, I wrote something here and it, it's bugging me that I can't read it. <laughs> oh, okay. Sign off. And lastly, like... as today's host, <laughs> <laughs> and it's me, Med Scientist Pyrulus Nullum. <laughs> 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 <laughs>